on this episode. So Lagos is, so in Portuguese means a land of lakes. That's what that means in mm-hmm. Portuguese. I wonder what it means and- in Swedish. Little plastic bricks. Oh my gosh. What the fuck are you talking about? Legos. So anyway. Okay, got it. <laughs> so so I did not know. I got that. bad jokes tonight, folks. Okay? I thought, I thought and you look like a dad. Would you not even? <laughs> you have no kids. And yeah, why is this surprising? You have a dad look and you have no kids. You confuse the fuck out of all these liberal friends. <laughs> You're not a dad. Like, no, I just look like a fucking dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that is my shtick. everybody and welcome to another episode of no country for middle-aged men i am your host mark pearson and this is my lonely co-host adam radliff he says that <laughs> while his girlfriend is literally sitting next to him so it hurts even more. <laughs> she told me i was too nice to you so i had to step it up what? <laughs> You got to, you got to up it. I would say, I would say do you have any sisters? But after that comment, no, thank you. I'm kidding. Do you have any sisters? No. No. <laughs> That's a weird way to find out if she had a sister. Like yeah. yeah. And today we have... Well, hey, she said I was, he was too nice to me. Yeah. Which is horse shit. <laughs> so I don't give a shit what she thinks of me now. <laughs> I'm kidding. You seem nice. Yeah. <laughs> also on the show today, we have special guest, comedian Koo Agenti. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? Burr, burr, burr. I don't have know you... why I do the air horn now. I don't know. I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like Whenever um, Jamal I've... was on your show, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I knew that he had those, like, like, do that. He like, had the blood like, for the sound. Yeah, I that. don't know where the air horn shit come from, but I love it. That's like, I, I feel like I want to do it on stand up, but I feel like an asshole. <laughs> I feel like that guy, like, oh, this guy thinks he's a fucking DJ. <laughs> oh man one time at midtown bar and grill the, the the guy who owned the place got approached by a dj he's like hey i really want to do this sh- like a sh- free dj work for the comedy show and i was like no like i, I show up and the guy, i'm like that's an awful idea he's like well he's already set up yeah so i, I think i was there that night too it's so awkward yeah and he kept there. playing it and playing it <laughs> and then I, there. It was super I can't remember who it was that encouraged it I think it was, you know, Anthony Kalichi like, encouraged it. Of course. And <laughs> then it was like nonstop, just like that shot fire, the fire, like a gunshot sound. And the, the like after everything. It's <laughs> so annoying. I even, walked, I even walked up to the guy like, dude, stop doing that. And he kept doing it. Yeah, Earhart doesn't work for comedy. Work for <laughs> DJ, but just not good comedy. It's like, yeah, it's right. it, it just comes up being obnoxious and being an asshole, and you don't want that. But I don't know. I just I'm cool with just doing that. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. Just it's my little thing, and it's now part of my comedy now. So yeah. So people may know you. That's well, by the way. That's the next. That's the name of my comedy album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to make people read that. They'd be like, what is that? What is- oh, it makes sense. How do you even pronounce that? It's like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> what's the word for that? Like, uh, onomatopoeia? 
It's like a word that means a sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the word. That's how you say it on the day. Mm-hmm. Send it to me. Inbox me today so I can put that as my copy album. Ooh, I want to confuse a whole bunch clever. of people. That would like, be. is this Japanese? Is this fucking Korean? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of language it's is exotic. this? exotic. It's a weird language. It's like, yeah. Because my name is Kui Jinti, so it's automatic. It sounds Asian. It, yeah, it, it kind of has an Asian Ku feel to could. it. Kui could. A pretty uh pretty It sounds, Nigerian. when you hear Kui, like, that doesn't sound African. It sounds True. very, very... Yeah, I don't know. Very weird. So I, I, I'm obsessed with Googling my name and for some reason. So I always Google. For Kui. some reason. He's trying to get the numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Koo. That's what you're trying to do. No, I, I, I'm obsessed with Googling my name because I feel like there's somebody named Kui Jinti somewhere in some parallel universe just doing my set. I don't know why. It sounds okay. facetious. I don't know why. But I Google myself and sure enough, there's a comedian, phenomenal comedian. She's Asian. Her uh-huh. name is Ashley Koo. I was like, God damn it. When I saw that, I go, I got to go kill that bitch. <laughs> she's, there can she, be only one. She's rolling, she's rolling with Ashley Koo. She got to go. I thought I was the only Koo in the world, but she's a phenomenal comedian. Her name is Ashley Koo. What if you married her and she hyphenated her last name? That would Ashley be weird Koo because I have a girlfriend, so I can't marry her now. <laughs> Unless she's really cool with Asian women. <laughs> if my girlfriend's like, hey, you know what? Let's spice up and get an Asian chick to the house. Like, oh, hey, baby, let's do it. Very common. <laughs> Very common. It's funny you mentioned that, baby. There's a chick named Ashley Koo. Like, yeah. <laughs> got my eye on. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's awesome being here on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks of course. for coming out. What is a, a you say that Koo is doesn't sound like an African first name. It sounds what is very an Af- Asian. What's an African sounding first name? So my real name is Ikechiku, but it still sounds Japanese because my friend, he's a uh, shout out to my that man. That does sound kind of, that sounds more Japanese than Koo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Ikechiku sounds very, very Japanese. So my friend, uh, one of my buddies, his name is uh, uh, Albi. And he uh, he lives in L.A. now. But anyway, he's a comic from Houston. So we did a test. Mm-hmm. We picked like different Japanese names and my name. Mm-hmm. And we just start asking random people, especially white people, just ask them <laughs> what sounds Japanese. And Ikechiku, they thought Ikechiku was a Japanese name. We went with like, yeah, obviously like Tarasaki and Toshiba <laughs> bullshit. But we go like Ikechiku and he was like. That sounds Japanese. And I'm going, does. holy yeah. shit, I do love the fucking Japanese culture. I might be Japanese. I don't know, but it sounds very similar to Japanese name. So, yeah. I know nothing about Japanese culture other than the fact that they sell underwear out of vending machines. That's and they a- fuck robots. Yep. Well, you cannot yeah. clarify that. That's a and thing. Censored- Legally, you could fuck robots in Japan. It's and not they have weird or porn. creepy. Huh? And they have censored porn, which seems so weird. Like, if they're down with fucking robots and selling people's underwear out of vending machines, why can't you have porn? <laughs> Good question. I don't know what to tell you on this. I mean, it's kind of weird, right? It's very weird. It's very weird, yeah. but they're the first one to say, it's okay to fuck robots. We don't judge you. So it's pretty cool. I just feel like if I was it's, a woman, if I was a woman in Japan, I'd be fucking pissed to fuck off right now. Like, are these the after They're not in high demand right now. It's a lot yeah. of... Business guys, they go, you know, business guys here are sleazebags. They might fuck hookers or call girls, whatever yeah. you want to call them. And they used to that kind of stuff. Now in Japan, they're like, oh, you don't want to fuck me? Okay. And they go and fuck a robot. And your woman has to literally be nice because she wants to have a real dick and she yeah. can't get that. 
ain't no dude robots. It's all women robots in yeah. Japan. It's like Lydia Thane. It's insane. The patriarchy strikes again. <laughs> I feel bad for every woman in Japan. If you listen right, I don't know if you have a big Japanese women fan base. If you listen, not that ladies, I'm aware of. No, <laughs> move to Vegas. They will fuck you. Trust me. Come to Vegas. And you get all the dicks you want. So they have like come to Vegas. Weird, all the women in Japan. Weird morality. Like I'm wondering, like is this like. The after effects of like radioactivity? Is that what's going on here? I'm kidding. I'm going to hell. Uh, wow. Well, oh, you did a World yeah. War II yeah. job. Yeah. Terrible hacky stuff. It's I still bad over there, though. That's, that area they dropped the little bomb is still like fucking quarantine, basically. Yeah, radioactivity is a motherfucker. Hope it never How happens. How did they forgive us after that? That's a great question. <laughs> how do you just go like, okay, we love America? Like, how did that even happen? That's, that's yeah, a well, weird thing to just move past. They got. Pa- they got because I feel Passed like America's by, petty. I feel like America's petty. If we yeah. did that, oh. if they did it here, yeah. we'll never oh, forget yeah. Japan. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Never. Never. No. Ever. Oh, no. I agree. They would have country music whoa, about whoa, whoa, Japan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> people, what about people Pearl Harbor, is, though? But, okay, I did not always... Well, technically, that war, technically that's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> half of Americans don't know what Hawaii is. That's true. So, yeah. But that's a fair point, but half of yeah. Americans don't know what Hawaii is. They think Hawaii is, like, still whatever. <laughs> I've never been. But I think we have talked about that either. on the podcast before. Talked about what? Uh, dropping the bomb. I was against yeah, it. I was, like, I was like, just opening that Pandora's box is dangerous. Yeah, who's for dropping a bomb? Who <laughs> Harry <was> like, Truman? <laughs> yeah. That's a, who's beating their chest going, we should yeah, we yeah, oh, dropped that bomb. Some, I think, I don't know if it was Truman or somebody wanted to do it in North Korea during the Korean oh, War. Oh, you're too. talking yeah. about, like, we'll okay, do it you're again. not talking about like regular people now. Oh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. We're talking about, because <laughs> I'm talking about, it's kind of like that yeah. baby, it's kind of like that baby Hitler shit. Like, yeah. do we kill baby Hitler or let the baby grow up and yeah. maybe not be a killer? <laughs> I'm more like kill that fucking baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to do it. That's personally. still Hitler. That's yeah. still Hitler. Just yeah. because he's a baby. It's still fucking Hitler. So yeah. how are you doing it? Just fucking put the pillow over the baby. Just go in the fucking nursery when the baby's sleeping. Just go. I know you. I, Ad- I know you're Adolf Hitler. You have you to want, say this. You, you want have to be that say, hands on. You have to say this. I know you're Adolf Hitler. I have Jewish friends. I love you and just kill the baby. That's it. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. What if you get caught? It's for the greater good. You know how many Jewish people with sick songs about me? I'll be in every fucking body. But they would but never know. I'll be in everybody but misfit. Trust me. I will send a tweet about it. I'm like, I just killed baby Hitler, yo. Yeah, I'm, there's I'm no the, Twitter I'm back then. I'm from the future. I'm from the future. I'm going to the past. Because the gag is, you're coming from the... If you could go back in time, yeah. right, you have a time machine. I would still have a fucking Twitter account, and I'm just going Terminator like, rules. Right. I would yeah. still send up my little tweet like, I just killed baby Hitler, yo. You're welcome, Jewish people. <laughs> just always say that. Just say that as you do that. Do you, think after, do you think if you did that, and, it, like, and you were able to like tell people, yeah, I, this was me, do you think you could ever get canceled after doing something that good? No. Jewish people run the world, man. They ain't not canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't canceled shit. The rock childs of the world, like, oh, we like this guy. Keep this guy. Matter of fact, he's going to marry Ashley Coop. Yeah. They'll make it happen. Yeah. Hell, he's earned it. <laughs> Trust me. I really believe in killing baby Hitler, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it's still Hitler, right? I mean, yeah. I would, too. Am I insane? No, I would do it, too. You're still, the baby's still going to go through the same exact thing. You're not preventing the same but, thing. But why stop at Hitler? Let's kill a couple other babies, am I right? Like who? What baby? Stalin. Yeah, Stalin killed more Pete Jewish than Hitler's. Exactly. Yeah. Pol Pot, uh, Mao Zedong, yeah. Truman. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Because he dropped the bomb. Right, the, Chris the, Kardashian. The service come through this door. I'm good. I'm like, no, it's not white man, not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, what's his name that died? That killed himself recently? What? Um, oh, God damn it! Oh, my God. Pedophile Island guy. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein. Jeff, Jeff Epstein. Do you gone. really think he killed? I don't think he killed himself. I don't I, think so. Oh, I, he I, was. I'm on that train. He was murdered. He's still alive. I no, no, he's dead. I think he's dead, but I definitely didn't kill himself. Too many pe- powerful people, he could have ruined their lives. So they're like, eh, you're going to suicide yourself. But don't you think he probably got a clone to fucking pose as him? Because he is that wealthy and he could probably get a clone. Yeah, but still, they don't want that knowledge out there. They want I mean, he could still be cool and not tell nobody. He could just say, you know what? Yeah. You they, killed yeah, my clone. Thank you, David. Now I'm going back to my <laughs> island and just be normal. You know, he no, could, no, he's he could just got to fucking, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a very, it's very, it's a very interesting um, uh, story, the Jeff Epstein story, because I know I saw that. It was all a blackmail scam. It's yeah. on Netflix. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that. Yeah. Surviving, at, yeah, it, dude, I'm watching this shit and I'm going. That was surviving R. Kelly. No, but I'm saying when I watched it, I go because it came. So the R. Kelly one came out first, right? Then I watched the fucking Jeff Epstein one, and I literally said, "This is the white version of surviving R. Kelly. This is literally yeah. what it is. It's the white version, but <laughs> on a much. global scale, yeah." Like he's doing a Ponzi scheme of yeah. fucking under. Yeah, he wasn't no hack like that. R. Kelly. No, R. He R. went worldwide. Getting, no, R. Kelly was just getting chicks from the like chicks from the hood. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he was doing. Well, that's he what was, he did. That's he what was going like Martin Luther King Boulevard and getting chicks. No, this guy was getting chicks from like all over the, the world. world type. Yeah. Of, that's insane to me. Yeah, he had chicks going out and recruiting other chicks. Was like Gee. and paying them. Like yeah. yo, you get a chick, I'll pay. I'm like, who does yeah. that? Well, Jeff it Epstein. did make sense that it happened in Florida. Yeah. No, he did that in New York too, though. He did that all over. That was just what's the Florida of Europe? The what's Florida the Florida of, of Paris? Everybody knows that. Paris. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Paris. Probably, yeah, yeah. It would be Paris. Somewhere, of course, yeah. it's Paris. Somewhere. Paris is the fucking worst. <laughs> Let's talk about Paris for stuff. So my homegirl went to Paris, right? She's single, lover. I'm not gonna say her name. She went to Paris, and she goes, "In Paris, everybody's making out. Everybody's in love." I said, "Yes, that's what they're doing. They're doing it to make you feel bad." <laughs> they're intensely knowing you're here in Paris let's make this bitch feel bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna make out in front of you just go oh I'm by myself and stuff yeah you went by yourself you, you don't go to the city of love by yourself you're yeah, going to see it 25th century because people go we're in Paris let's make out an Eiffel Tower and she's poor my poor friend she's eating food so if Paris is a city of of love and relationships what's the the city of loneliness uh this part of Houston. Granite Club, <laughs> this Houston. Houston, Texas. Uh, shit, you probably go with King Kingwood, West Kingwood. Yeah. <laughs> like some loneliness. Kingwood or probably Seattle. I think Seattle's probably a land yeah. of loneliness. Seattle's pretty suck balls, man. Yeah, I've heard nothing but bad things. I the Northwest is beautiful. Just everything is very dreary there. Very it rains dreary. all the time. I can't. I can't live in this. I, I again. I love water, mm-hmm. but I can't be in a city that just rains twenty four seven. That no. would drive me fucking insane. I think Missy Elliott has a song about that. Yeah. I've spent just a few in weeks, and, and after two yeah. weeks, it's just too much. I, I can't. It's always gray, 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 gray. Yeah. I think uh, my favorite comic is Louis Black. Louis Black says, "It's like, yeah, have you been to Seattle? It's always fucking gray. Sometimes I gotta slit my wrist so I can see something red." <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny. Yeah, funny it's a, joke. It's a dark, dark joke, but it's so funny. I'd never forget that joke. <laughs> and I've never been to Seattle just because of Louis Black. Louis Black yeah. <laughs> made me not want to go to Seattle. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would enjoy it. Like, I don't like having to have extra clothing that's going to 
make up for different seasons. Yeah. That's I've been in Houston too long. I love Houston. Houston, baby. Oh, yeah. So you you've lived all over the place. You lived I in Memphis. I would say all over the place. That's pretty loose. Memphis, <laughs> That's like really Memphis all over literally a I different lived in country. Memphis, yes. I started uh, comedy in Memphis. Yes. Yep. Uh, when did you move to Memphis? I moved to Memphis in 2005. My son was born here, uh, not here, but in New Orleans. He was born in New Orleans. My son was born two weeks before Katrina. Remember, everybody, never forget Katrina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And nobody talks about Katrina no more. But yeah, he, Hurricane Katrina. Let's keep it that way. And moving on. <laughs> I know. Nobody, say, nobody gives I was going to say, wait, Katrina. you've brought it up on Hurricane the Katrina's show like, again. What is that? It's like, it's, nobody even talks about it. I think Hurricane Katrina should get like airtime equally like fucking 9-11. I really believe that. I think a lot of people died unjustly mm-hmm, in that yeah. fucking hurricane. But Kanye yeah, West would agree. Oh. The old Kanye. <laughs> you, guys, you have to clarify the old Kanye. The new Kanye doesn't give a shit about that shit. Old Kanye, for sure. But anyway. Yeah, Kanye's been talking about presidents since back in Katrina days. Yeah. I think that the moment that he did when he said George Bush don't care about black people, I think that was just a raw moment. And Austin Powers looked awkward as fuck when Austin he said that. Mike my, 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 my was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit because Mike Myers looked so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> he did again. I think I was just it was so organic to him saying that. That's yeah. why it was so raw. And I think to me, and Kanye West has so much hits. Yeah, fun facts. Fun fact about Kanye West: he has twenty-one Grammys. That's a lot. Jeez, twenty-one Grammys. That's a executive lot. producer. I only have two. Twenty one Grammys. You only have two. <laughs> got my Grammy on my mom's side and a Grammy on my dad's side. All right, can you delete that part? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, twenty one Grammys. He has twenty one Grammys. Anyway, um, I think that to me, that's when he became like a for, uh, uh, like an urban legend. When he because before that, I don't think nobody has no no pop artist has ever just gone against the establishment mm-hmm. on a live air. But he was like the first guy to go. He broke the internet behind that shit because he just looked in the camera on NBC. I'll never yeah. forget that. He goes, yeah. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh-huh. He did not go with the teleprompter. He just went straight off the cuff. Yeah. And that's what made him famous. And now that he's doing crazy shit, but I can't believe he's fucking crazy. I'm like, he's been crazy. Yeah. What? What if? I think, yeah, he is crazy. But what if that was all just part of his marketing plan? See, people are... It's like, think about it with Trump. Trump says crazy shit all the time. Since the fucking 80s. He, yeah, he says yeah. it to stay top of mind. People, everyone Since the remembers 80s, he, that's He's been doing that. Why would he change now? So if Kanye was smart about all this, he could have said, look, my music's great. I got to get more people paying attention to my music. So I'm going to say some crazy shit. And then everyone's going to talk about me. A couple of years go by. I'll go steal the microphone from Taylor Swift. Everyone's going to talk about me. Then I'm going to start wearing this MAGA hat. Everyone's going to talk about me. He's done it like it's, no, he's, like it's everything's pre-planned for sure. I, I would think, give me that. I, I, think, I, think he's a, I think he's a marketing genius. He might every, be. every couple of years, he'll do something that puts him to the top of, you know, the internet, the news cycle. What's going to be don't, next? I don't agree with everything he and does. And it's never anything illegal. No, it's just. I don't agree with everything he does, but I do know he definitely knows how to stay relevant. Yeah. yeah. For sure. He's also a great artist. So yeah. 21 Grammys. Again. Yeah. 21 Grammys. 2 one. <laughs> Yeah. 21 Grammys. He's won 21 Grammys. Insane. Yeah, that's Insane. really, really, really good for a long time. <laughs> that no, shit crazy. It, it, I, again, I, I just think that 
but that's what America is, right? We we we'll build somebody up to destroy him, right? Then they'll find redemption story. Then like, mm-hmm. oh, he's back again on top. And I just think that Kanye West is just. Literally- I don't think Trump's gonna have a redemption story. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> if he does, no, holy shit! No, I no. don't think he's gonna get a redemption story, but I do think that he's always going to be in America's uh, psyche forever. for sure. Yeah, I think so. For forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shit that he done. Okay. I'm not a Trump guy, obviously. <laughs> right. I, I got to clarify that because you have to clarify shit like that. Yeah. But the shit that he has done is fucking remarkable. The guy never ran for no, no political office mm-hmm. ever in his life. Uh-huh. And he becomes a fucking president of the fucking free world. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an accomplishment already. <laughs> the crazy shit, he could have kept that shit. But to, for him to go, hey, I did a show on fucking NBC saying you're fired. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm fucking signing executive order to give you fucking unemployment. That's, that's insane to me. That's yeah. fucking insane. You know what I mean? That's He is a bottom of the American dream. So I can see why his fans, quote unquote, love mm-hmm. him because he came from... Lydia Outsider to becoming the big. That being said, he was a billionaire. It's not he was that far. He's barely a billionaire, by the way. (laughs) He barely was a billionaire by by the skin of his teeth. Yeah. He was barely a billionaire. But he did something. He beat the system. Yeah. He beat the system. He broke it, you some may say. So I just thought that, and I told my girlfriend this, I think COVID 19. If if COVID nineteen never happened, I think Trump would have won. Oh, he would have won easily. He would have, yeah. yeah, he definitely would have won. <laughs> I think COVID nineteen was the worst. God, thing ever God happened. did not want him. <laughs> or Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> you got to clarify. It. God, the Jews run the planet, and, and Bill Gates him. is trying to kill us all. Cue <laughs> a the, the Jewish fucking Rothschild with the. Fucking, Are you a comedian? Or the laser beams coming down to the fucking burning wildfires. Oh, uh, that lady was insane. Fucking, and she's not going anywhere. She's the woman Trump. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They kicked her out of like all. Marjorie her. is literally Marjorie Green Taylor is the new Trump. That's the sad um, legacy I think of Trump is that there's gonna be people like that. They create. He created get, something. Yeah. They, they see like something. oh, I can say crazy shit, and just because I, that people are always talking about the crazy shit I do, they never talk about any of my competitors. So I had the biggest name recognition. So I'm going to win anyway. Yeah. She's now the face so, of the Republican Party. Hell no. She's batshit insane. <laughs> Again, they like her. <laughs> they don't like her. The Trumpies like her. The Trumpies like her, yes. The Trumpies like her. Trumpies hate, like, like anyone who's anti-establishment. Yeah. Which it's, is it's dangerous. It's funny that I think, I, again, I watch a lot of news. Cool, you didn't know that this whole insurrection thing was planned by the deep state? <laughs> What's his name? Um... um God, what's the guy they always blame all that shit on? QAnon? No, yeah. yeah it's like, uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. He'll come to me. <laughs> this makes you, for good radio. I love you went like some conspiracy shit go, Dan Hornstein? Know, come to me. Dan Hornstein? <laughs> no. <laughs> different Jewish guy. <laughs> different Jewish guy. No, I think that Marjorie, I, the, Marjorie, she's in shit insane. Yeah. And, but again, like you just said, I think Trump showed people a formula and Trump... And I watched this documentary on Netflix. I forgot what it's called. So, so Jesse the Body Ventura is like one of his best buds. I don't think they're friends now. But when Jesse the Body Ventura won the governorship of Minnesota, mm-hmm. Trump literally flew to his fucking house to ask him what did he do. And Jesse the Body Ventura in the documentary said, "I told him what I did." 
Well, you're a wrestler. Your job is to be very aggressive mm-hmm. and talk down to your competitor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he gave... So whatever's happening right now, blame Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. He gave Trump that fucking formula, yeah. and Trump used that on the biggest scale of the fucking world. When my parents told me, stop watching wrestling, it's melting your brain, <laughs> I didn't quite take them seriously, but they literally were, were right. right. They're right. Yes. They're yeah. right. I mean, Trump usually used, he just, if you watch his shit, it's literally a fucking wrestling formula. Trump got yeah. stone cold stunnered on <laughs> TV like 20 years ago. <laughs> he was like a, such a that's what blows my it's mind literally and he's a hall of fame he's in he's a WWE hall of fame of course he is <laughs> <laughs> of course he is he ain't never wrestled a day in his life but he's in the WWE hall of fame because Vince McMahon is one of his buds where's he gonna put his library you think <sighs> I don't know man I don't know it's gonna be in Florida or Florida, Texas of course Florida I think it's gotta be Florida it's gotta be Florida it makes so much sense for it to be in Florida <laughs> have you ever spent any time in Florida I love Florida I love Florida, but I love Florida to, cl- I got to be clear. I got to clear this up. I like Florida closer to the water. Yeah. 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 Inland Florida. Mainland Florida is where the wackos are. Yeah. You want to go there. That's where the crazy's at. Yeah. You want to go to the beach. That's what the cool part of Florida is. If you go to mainland Florida, there's a lot of cuckoos there. Yeah, yeah. for but sure. You go by the water, you buy the tourist. You might meet a black guy that's a bartender named fucking Oscar. He's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. But yeah, when you go to mainland, you don't want to do that shit. That's, no. that's where the wackos at. But I do love Florida. Florida is beautiful. So it's when are you going to run for state. office? Huh? When you you have like a, I, I can't can run, run for, for fucking state. I'm Nigerian. Uh, are, are Schwarzenegger? They gave Oscar. fucking Obama shit for being from Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, dude! Don't put it on wax. Now they're gonna be able to prove it. Here's the funny part. So let's talk more about Marjorie. Marjorie says that Marjorie. This is her argument. She goes to Rothschild shot laser beam from the sky to uh, to California that created a wildfire. She believes that fucking... She believes that she killed Nancy Pelosi. She's the, Nancy Pelosi is fucking evil. She killed her. She believes that... She can't uh, be wrong about everything, I She guess. believes that California, <laughs> Hollywood is fucking babies and shit. They're all demons, fucking babies. And she believes Obama is secretly a Muslim. And I go, what? Is she one of those QAnon supporters? Hold up. She's, yeah, she is a QAnon So she's But I'm saying job. myself, I say... Okay, you just named a Jewish fucking whatever shooting laser beam causing laser fires. You believe Nancy Pelosi is the devil. You believe Hollywood's fucking babies and Barack Obama is secretly a Muslim. That is, that's, I, I heard I go, that's believable. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that bad. Dude, I'm telling you. Obama is secretly Muslim. Like, I can see that. <laughs> I'm telling you. saying like it's a bad thing. He's secretly Muslim. And I'm like, <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, that's the most believable of anyone. But I'll tell you, I really think there's a. a, a, I should use that on stage. There's a documentary on Netflix uh, about like how Facebook and and YouTube radicalize people. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, I'll send it to you after the show. But basically, I think it's 100% true because you listen to like. People who watch certain things on YouTube, it sends you more and more radical sure. shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You, like, you listen to Dylan Alexander's yeah, yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Have, have you listened to Dylan Alexander's podcast? I know who that is. I just told you. I you know listen- Dylan Alexander? I told you I barely listened to any podcast. Comedian here in town. Oh, Dylan. Yeah. yeah Dylan. Like, you know Dylan. Dylan. Chilling yeah, with Dylan. Yeah. yeah, I know Dylan. I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's called, is he uh, good? It's it's. It's entertaining. Sweet. And so he does it all by himself and he goes like on these little rants about things and other. He goes on this full blown like 15 minute rant about how 
Well, Shell Obama has a dick. Are you fucking I'm with me? I'm dead serious. Check it out. <laughs> and I, I don't blame him. I mean, he's, he clearly is watching these crazy videos. And um, Are you fucking with Dylan, the biracial kid? The yeah. Half black, half white kid. I, I don't know if it's a bit where he's joking. I hope he's joking. I think he's just... So he's because just... his white side is strong on that side. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't be black saying no shit like that. Don't you have a dick? What the fuck wrong with him? Apparently she I did. don't get why people think Michelle Obama's ugly. I don't get that. Oh, I, don't I don't get it either. Says that. She's, She's not as good looking as Melania. Melania was a supermodel. Let's be serious. <laughs> wow. She's good looking, but... I'm going to take fucking Obama. I'm going to take Michelle Obama. Over Melania? <laughs> like I, I have black listeners, so I have to say that. <laughs> we used to. We used to. Like, Coop better say fucking Michelle. <laughs> no, I think, I, no, seriously, I think Michelle looks better, though. I think so. I would bang Melania. I would bang oh, her. Yeah. I would bang her. But oh, you, you would kick her out of bed? If I had to get Michelle Obama or how much Melania. Of that, how much of that is just it being Michelle Obama? Hmm? I'm not saying she's not attractive. She's very How much is that being Michelle Obama? Yeah, if you just seen her on the street, I think Michelle Obama. Or you more, saw Michelle Obama to me. I like women that's more of a full figured. I think more, she has an ass. True, I'm an ass guy. I think she has. Melania's most. Yeah, she's a supermodel. Than, I mean, she's beautiful, but I don't think she, she's not curvy. Right, Michelle is fucking curvy. And if I banged her, there'd be more cachet than me banging Melania. Then people are like oh. you broke up the perfect couple. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If I bag if I bag Melania, then I'd be a fucking folk hall story for fucking Q. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, she fucked a nigga. Fuck him. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know how people would be like, like that'd be a two different response. Yeah, people, black people like my nigga. You never and buy Q a drink. I'd be like that goddamn nigga. <laughs> I feel like you would never buy a drink ever again if you broke up the Trump's Trump. relationship, for sure. Now, if you fuck Michelle, you might, people are going to like, like, you might not buy a drink every once in a while, but people are like, man, you fucked up the best, like the first couple. That's a good insight. Can I come back part two and cover that? (laughs) (laughs) I got to do research. He's going to try to do both of them. I think I want, what's more damaging? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be on the news. Kuajinti, who is this guy? He <laughs> randomly shows up at Mar-a-Lago and... <laughs> we already know about Ashley Koo, but who is this Kuajinti yeah, exactly. guy? That's funny. Where do, where do the Obamas live now? I don't... That's a good question. I know he's they're from Chicago. Mm. Yeah. I would think they would go back to like like Make, some suburb outside of Chicago. Makes sense. I, I would think. We, everyone knows where Trump is, right? He's Mar- Mar-a-Lago. He's yeah. Mar-a-Lago. He's going to have to stay in Florida forever. Like he can't go... because He can't go back to New York. No, he can't go back because all his business ventures are all fucking tanky. Oh, I th- yeah, I think he's in like a world of pain. But then again, he's super rich. Hell or he can live off of some news channel that he makes or some bullshit. No, I think he's got he, enough he diehards. Has, he has, again, we have, a lot of people don't understand this. 74 million people voted for him. Mm-hmm. So he has fans. Yeah. I think that at least, at least half of those are people just like, I'm going to vote for whoever's Republican. Same way as with the Democrats. I'm going to vote whoever's Okay, Democrat. let's do half. Okay, 36 million people still love him. That's still a lot of fucking that's people. Good, that's a good point. He's yeah. always going to have money for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to have to want for anything. No, he's good. I mean... Would you have kicked him off Twitter if you were Jack Dorsey? I don't, I'm against that. I'm against that. I'm not liberal. I'm not Republican. I'm fucking. I'm think I'm more in the middle. I'm independent. Mm-hmm. I have a brain. Sorry, guys. But I, <laughs> no, hey, I'm right I, there I, with I'm you. Really, I'm not. I'm not in that. I'm not big on. 
pick a side and you're not yeah, a side right. you're evil. I'm I literally am I'm individual. I feel like it's still first amendment. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I still believe in due process. Yeah. I still mm-hmm. believe all that shit. Yes. The Me Too movement is I think it's a great thing. I really believe that. I really believe it's a great thing that ever happened to people. I really do. But we have to understand, guys. We can't automatically just cancel people just because somebody did something wrong. Right. We have to have due process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what makes America great, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to you have to give chance for all the facts to come out rather than just paint and brush somebody can't, a certain I can't, way. I can't just I, I Sounds like somebody with a guilty conscience. <laughs> what are you trying to hide? Mark? Uh, I just I just can't I just again it depends on somebody's like prime example you prime example. Whoa, don't yes. use me. Well, I want to hear saying, this. Don't use me. Shut up. I want to hear this. I'm just saying Adam, if you if if somebody said if big if big right. if yeah. clarify it, big if if somebody said you raped her, right? No, yeah, this is already I don't like this example. <laughs> if somebody says <laughs> let's if, use if you say Adam raped me. I would be like, this is what I would Actually, do. Actually, that's going to be the intro to this This is what I would do. <laughs> Adam raped rape me. me. <laughs> rape me. <laughs> <laughs> With the air horn. Let's literally use any other example. <laughs> Let's use Adam one as the example. That's my comedy album. If Adam raped me. This is how people get canceled, folks. <laughs> no, I believe that due process is dying, though, and that's the problem in America. Yeah, that's scary. That. And, and, and again, I, I'm with Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. It's one of my favorite comics. I mean, I think that Handsome people, as well. I think people use the system to their own personal advantage. Mm-hmm. And I, I, again, again, I think if I know you personally, if I know you, and obviously I'm not a woman, to clarify this, if somebody says one of my friends raped somebody, and if I was you, if it's somebody I vouch for, mm-hmm. I've met your family, we've ate together, we've done everything together, I will automatically go, That's my friend because mm-hmm. I know you. Mm-hmm. But if somebody I don't know and they say, This person raped me, I'm going with the woman's side because I don't know you, mm-hmm. I'm going with the woman's side. But if I know that person is being accused of rape, the human side kicks in. Mm-hmm. And I go, I know this guy. We've cried together. We cry watching fucking Home Alone together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, a, that's a friendship shit. I shouldn't feel like, oh, cancel that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. That to me is insane to me. That's fucking insane. I feel like due process should happen. I've been set up by a woman before mm-hmm. and almost lost my job behind her. She said that I fucking, this will happen. I used to work at Walmart. I've never said this before publicly. I'm saying it on your podcast. I used to work at Walmart. And I was dating this chick, and this chick, we would, like, she told me straight up, she goes, hey, man, we're going to fuck. We're fuck buddies. We're going to fuck. Don't tell nobody. I said, hey, you know what? That's cool. Bye. And here's the problem. When you fuck buddies, you can fuck whoever you want now, because we're not together. This is what she told me. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, great. We're going to be fuck buddies. Great. I met my son's mother. Shout out to my son's mother. I met her, and she got mad at me because I started dating my son's mother. Uh-huh. My son's 15 years old now. This is my son's mother. I started dating her. She goes and goes fucking ape shit on me. She gets mad. She calls Walmart and says, my son's mother was trying to fucking attack her. Oh. Well, you're telling because me that there's a, me. there's a woman out there that's not stable? <laughs> <laughs> Did not say that either. I'm saying this individual I'm person. All over the place. I have to clarify this for your women listeners Japanese. <laughs> I have to clarify this. I have to say she literally told Walmart that my son's mother 
before she became my girlfriend at the time, that she was trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. So they had the cops show up to my job, Walmart, sheriff. This I worked at, in, in Louisiana, in Metro, Louisiana. I'll never forget this. Uh, yeah. They showed up to my job. One of my best friends, one of my lesbian best friends, she calls me on the phone. Her name Barbara. She called me on the phone. She goes, hey, bro, what do you do? I go, what do you mean? They got fucking sheriffs looking for you. I go, what the fuck sheriff's looking for me? I got no criminal prior records. She's like, well, the sheriff's looking for you. Come to Walmart right now. I said, bet, I'm on my way. So I drive all the way to fucking Walmart. I show up. Barbara looks at me, my friend. She goes, yeah, apparently old girl just called the cops on you. I'm like, what the fuck? She called the cops on me. That's fucked up. So I see the assistant general manager of Walmart. She looks at me. She goes, cool, can I touch you? She's like, oh, yeah, what's up? I get to her office. She goes, well, old girl um, said that your girlfriend called her on the phone, threatened to kill her at her job. So we called the cops to protect her. And I go, what? the fuck are you talking about? She's like, she, she, she felt like she threatened her and we are trying to interview you to make sure that your girlfriend is not crazy. And I go, trust me, she's not crazy. She's phenomenal. She has a great job. She doesn't worry about kids. No, that's not going to happen. So I go, can you get her to come to the office? She came to the office. She came to the office and she said right there, she goes, yeah, tell your girl, tell your bitch to stop fucking threatening me in my job. I was like, first off, you coming in fucking way too hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calm the fuck down. So yeah, tell your bitches, stop fucking threatening my job. This bullshit. I was like, okay, what is, I'm talking to a super calm. I was like, look, what, what did she say to you? And she played the voicemail message. Here's the funny part. The voice message was, didn't sound nothing like my fucking girlfriend, aka my baby mama. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound nothing like her. It's her best friend. She got her uh, best friend. What she forgot fuck? that I talked to her best friend a month earlier and I've heard her best friend's voice. So I remember that voice. She met her best friend fake that she was my fucking girlfriend threatened her her life yeah. and all that shit so you know what I did I didn't fucking flip out I said this I go oh wow that's crazy I tell you what hey I will talk to my girlfriend she'll never call you again we'll get this saluted fixed yeah. I looked at the manager in my face looked at the system man she looks at me she goes cause I've never had no prior record I've right. never been violent never been written up before she looks at my face she goes I know what happened. I get out of office, and guess what? That nothing happened after that. Mm. But again, it happened. Yeah, that's and scary. that's a small, minute case. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I think about that every day when I hear people say stuff like, and I want to believe women. I love women. I really do. I have sisters. You know what I mean? I have sisters. I, I would be devastated. My sister got raped or fucking molested. I would be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. But in the same time, it depends on what's the story. The we story need like a matters. perfect lie detector. The story always matters. But people still lie on yeah. lie detector, by the way. Well, yeah, because it's, so, it's, the story it's beatable. I'm just saying because my situation was, I almost lost my fucking job and almost went to jail behind this fucking chick. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? She called me a month later, and the guy, and she apologized to me. The same secret she goes, hey, I'm sorry. I almost ruined your life. Mm-hmm. That's because you're a good dude. Because think if you weren't a good dude, and she's like, she's not going to feel bad if she ruins... Some scumbags like yeah. If you're a scumbag, you deserve what you get. Whoa, whoa, no! <laughs> you deserve what you get. If you're a scumbag, well, I mean, if you're if you're a scumbag doing that kind of a thing, yeah. If you're a scumbag, I wasn't the like, scumbag. You know what I mean? But even if you had cheated on her and done all kinds of fucked up stuff, like cheated on her, like uh, not paid her back for money you borrowed, doesn't mean that she'd be able to ruin your life with stuff like that. No, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I just, I just think that I. I went by what she told me. She told me that she didn't want to be with, she didn't want to be in a relationship. She just wanted to fuck, mm-hmm. fuck buddy. 
But she realized, oh, I'm going to lose my dick to this fucking bitch here. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I've discovered, and I'm painting with a broad brush based solely on my experiences, no girls want to be fuck buddies. That does not exist. It sounds good. It sounds good. Sounds great. Sounds almost too good to be true. Well, it always is. They will be your fuck buddy if your dick ain't good. <laughs> if your dick is trash, they'll be your fuck buddy all day. But if your dick is good, they'll be like, oh, I want some of this all the time. <laughs> so that's the thing with my set. I was so lucky. To yeah, be, that's why I was women so lucky don't want to be, be my fuck buddies. Mother. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. My dick yeah. is too good. Yeah, it's making so, them- Yeah, but I, I'm, I, again, the cancel culture, great. I think, it's, I think it's a great thing. Every woman that's calling out these executive producers and all these fucking people that's in power. Marilyn Manson. I fucking what love that. that. I love that shit. Oh, his exes and stuff are coming I out. I love that shit. Out. I love that shit. You, because he, again, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Because Marilyn too. Manson is well, a fucking douchebag. When you have, when yeah, you have guys like Trent Reznor. And he pees West. on his fans. Yeah. This motherfucker pees on his fans and throw feces at them. Yes, he's a fucking asshole yeah he's an asshole but what i don't know anything about this what happened so his his ex-wife and a few other women that he's dated have come out saying that he's abusive and several different ways like very abusive he abuses his fans and he abuses his fans so then trent reznor come trent reznor is known for being having somewhat controversial disturbed takes on reality yeah and then west borland too also kind of in the shock rock genre they both are like he's a piece of shit like everything he said about him is true. They're like, we've seen it. We've experienced it. They've both, you know, worked with him. West Borland toured with him. And West Borland was like, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm not trying to protect some guy who doesn't deserve to be protected. Except for the entire decades long that I've known him. Well, okay. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Oh, these Johnny come lately. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can confirm it. Fuck you. Where were you this entire time? He's been doing this. And with, with him, I think it's with, Marilyn Manson anyway, I think it probably is one of those situations where his like persona became reality or just like this has happened over and over and over and over again. When somebody thinks that, Oh, if I say something, this might negatively affect my careers or this person's giving me a lot of opportunities, even though they're a piece of shit, I want those opportunities and I'll stay quiet. That's what it is. It's not like, it's not that He's changed. These people knew these people were pieces of shit. But I think whenever you get the stakes so high when millions of dollars are on the line to say something, that's when everyone shuts up. And it's even on the smaller but scale. He, he, she doesn't need his money because she's she's on she's a regular on Westwood, right? Right, yeah. Oh, is that girl? Yeah. yeah. She's a regular Why Westwood, she so she has a career. She what? doesn't need she doesn't need no, the money. I, I completely believe it. But I, I it's just odd to me because it's happened so many times. Like with happens first time with Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. where it comes out, and then there's all these people that are basically trying to get the stink off of them, like Quentin Tarantino made tons of movies with the Weinstein brothers, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, he was a really bad guy. I should have said something earlier." I'm like, yeah, yeah, you probably should have. No, you get you get them guys. Yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck? Like you don't get to get the stink off of you by just saying like, "Yeah, I can confirm this." That means that you've known about it this whole time, and you didn't care enough to say anything, and you are going to let more and more people get run through the mill while you just kept counting your money or sleeping at night. So, like that, I West Borland, Trent Reznor, the people who are coming out and confirming it, they can go fuck themselves too. 
I, I can't stand that. <laughs> no, I, again, I, I see what you're saying, but, yeah. that, but that's the problem. That's what's, in my opinion, again, it's just my opinion. I just feel like that's why this America is divided now because I think that people, the cancel culture, they only pick what they be, what they're valid about. If they feel, they pick and choose what to be angry about. Right? Mm-hmm. Prime example, Joe Biden, right. our president. I fear his leader, leader. I didn't vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. I voted Green Party. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck who it could be a dog. I'm like, I'm voting for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Biden uh, obviously had a lot of uh, sexual harassment charges, mm-hmm. and I remember I forgot who this lady is. She's a feminist. She's a very famous feminist. She calls out a Melana Melana Alyssa Melano is the first person. She's the first celebrity that really went viral for the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. But I forgot this chick's name. She called out on Twitter. She's like. Where's the same energy for Biden? Mm-hmm. And you know what she said? Oh, let's let due process figure how that out. Ironic. I go, oh, now how ironic! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what it's so transparent. Due process always works for what benefits whoever is in, in, charge. in charge. And exactly. I think it's bullshit. I feel like at that's when the fucking these people that's pushing back on on cancel culture they go, we're not being equal. We're not being fair. Right. So long as somebody is fucking liberal, we protect the liberal person. But so long as you're a fucking Republican, you're the devil. And I think that that's what making America divided. And yeah. I think, and I hate to say this, I think it's going to be a civil war, man. I really believe that. It's a line coming. A lot of people, I have noticed I think a lot of people on both sides that are wanting to divide even further. And I just, I'm just like, why do you, I'm, I know several people who come to me and they're like, well, what side do you want? Are you left or right? And I'm like, no, I'm neither. I'm not taking part on this. You putting me in a box. Because, yeah, I hate being put And, and they're box. like, no, but you have to pick a side. I say, no, I don't. No, we, that's not I how don't life have works. To. That's high school shit. Yeah, I left exactly. high school for a reason. I don't want to be put in a box. Yeah. Like, and, like oh, <laughs> I want to be individual. I Let me just look at both cases and figure out what's wrong and what's right. Not go, you remember you're a Democrat. You got to go Democrat. Fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. And it's, it's a lot of people are more, more you you didn't vote for push for this. Hell no. Uh, You ain't black. Didn't you hear? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that was a nail in the coffin for me. I go, fuck you. I fucking hate you. He said an insane amount of like that was that the kind nail in the coffin for me when he said, "I was like, are you fucking with me?" Yeah. How? But that's no, but, the most fucking Trump, condescending shit to tell black. But people. Trump's the the xenophobic racist. Oh, he's still racist. He's still that. Dude's <laughs> <laughs> a shit show. Bullshit. Trump fucking Biden was yeah. such a shit show. I was like, why can't we get people that we actually like? Like, fucking. I feel bad for fucking. Fucking Bernie. I feel bad for Bernie, man. Bernie's Bernie, like, he's, he's going, he's, he's looking at both parties going, this is so chaotic. Bernie, I can make the two pesetas look bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel bad because Bernie is the guy I would have voted for. I Bernie vote, believes in what I he thinks. I would vote for Bernie says. in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, Bernie actually believes what he says. He's like one of the few genuine politicians then again he also has crazy ideas that won't work in reality right he i tell you who i like and it was a shame that he never got any play Ooh, was andrew yang. yang i love andrew yeah, yeah. so like that's my but, guy but i love it he never had but he had the funny chance because the he media pissed stimulus package before the shit was even the thing exactly <laughs> <laughs> if he seriously i think if he had dropped out a little later like because he, he dropped out before COVID was even a thing. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So if he had stuck around a little bit longer to where like that was going to be a reality, and you were like, "Well, shit, this uh, this basic income thing makes a lot of sense." But I was actually listening to this podcast uh, today um, that was 
talking about how automation job, like the jobs getting automated mm-hmm. is total hype. It's like not happening anytime soon. It's like, hmm. Now, obviously you got to weigh both options and see, but Andrew Yang might be like legitimately 50 years too early to he really, really concern. No, Andrew Yang, I know because when he sees all this stimulus shit, he goes, that's my fucking idea. I came <laughs> up with this book. But he was a bit of a nerd. <laughs> So you can't be a nerd and, and run for politics. No, I will or, vote for that motherfucker. If he votes, if he does twenty twenty four, I'm voting for him. Yeah, I, I think if he if he'd have made it to the the general election, I would have voted for him. Yeah, it's it's you know who I like to, but I don't think she's ever going to run again. Uh, Tulsi Galbert. <laughs> yeah, good. Luck. Yeah, she ain't running again. I love her. She's she's fucking she's amazing. She's like one of the people who just calls it like she sees it. And she doesn't fit one side versus the other. And people are like, no. Nah. But that's what she, she literally is America, yeah. in my opinion. She's not a political part. She's literally speaking for the common person. Because mm-hmm. I think for the most part, I think the most Americans are not fucking Republican or Democrat. I think we're mm. mostly yes. independent. I agree. And we just go, whatever fucking works, we'll vote. And I think that she was that person. I really believe that. I really believe in my heart that she really cared about America. And she ne- and she. Ex- Oh, fucking Kamala Harris. She fucking destroyed her in fucking She destroyed her like, so bad that she's vice president now. <laughs> but she's Fuck a, Kamala Harris, by but, the way. But she's in the know, though. She's, she's protected. She did that rape stuff she's, on she's, Biden. She's protected. She's protected. Uh, was like the most disingenuous, she's cynical politician ever. She's protected. She's in the she's in the elite class. So she's protected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she exposed Kamala Harris. She fucking destroyed Scored her fucking run. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, holy shit, who is this Tulsi Gabbard chick? Well, that's the future president of the United States as soon as uh, Biden croaks or gets told yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's incompetent. It's, it's set up. It's, I guarantee I will. Oh, trust me. I'm, I'm, I, have a, I, have a, I have a party ticker in my Yeah, house. exactly. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as Biden croaks, she's like, get the president. She's like, yeah, I yeah, don't think it. he'll even have to die. They'll just be like, oh, he said he fucked up. He said some yeah, weird shit. He said nigger. He said nigger on TV. Yeah. Like, All right. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's unfit to be president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't oh, think- yeah. Trust me. It's, it's a perfect setup. Because she said it in the primary. She called Biden a racist. I know. And, and a rapist the to his face. <laughs> yes. How you his running mate? What the exactly. fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, it fucking blows my mind that people don't talk about if that. If one of my friends tell me I'm a rapist and I'm a racist, we're no longer friends. Exactly. <laughs> and we are not working together on anything That means ever. you don't know me. We yeah. can't be friends. That's, that's like insane to me. Yeah. And here's the funny, this is how fucked up politics is in America. She does interview. I think she, oh, she did Colbert. Colbert's as liberal as it gets. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. does Colbert. Colbert says, I can't believe. And this is an honest question about Colbert because I think Colbert couldn't wrap around her being the vice president nominee. He goes, You're his vice president nominee, but did you just call him a rapist and a racist? In his he face? called her out for that? Yes. Nice. <laughs> you can look it up on YouTube. She goes, <laughs> she has a fake laugh, by the way. Oh, very fake, yeah. <laughs> and she it's does it joke. all the time. It's a joke. I was just joking with him. Who jokes with stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> You're preaching the choir. <laughs> the biggest stage in the world. You don't joke about calling somebody racist and a rapist to his face. It was insane to me, bro. <laughs> and she always, she has, she has the laugh tick that she does all the time. She has, also has the... I am about to cry voice thing that she does all the time where she starts talking about I was one of those kids that got busted in the school <laughs> like you I was like you have planned this out to the nth degree oh she's like God. the purest politician of anyone I think that ran on either side the last golly like eight years she is a politician no 
Kamala. Oh yeah, she yeah. she's she's definitely uh she's great. She's great at what she does. I will give her that. I just I see fakeness in her and it's like Oh, she's as fake as it gets. I remember she did the interview. Again, you can look it up. She's she's obviously she's running for vice president and she does this, this black interview reporter. She goes, uh, who I hate when they pander, by the way. That's just I hate um, yeah. She goes, and I'm not making this shit up. She wears she Converse, goes, cause she's cool. I know. She goes, <laughs> she goes, uh, who's your favorite rapper right now? Yeah, what does that have to do with politics, right? She goes, <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. And I quote, she goes, Tupac. She says, At least that. she didn't go with somebody like the future or <laughs> little Nas X or hold somebody. Up, like, hold for, up, Adam. The, re- the, the reporter or interviewer says, But Tupac is dead. And this is what she says. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Exactly. She, yeah, you think you think she? Yeah, she didn't listen to rap. You kidding me? She said, "I keep forgetting that." I go, "Who doesn't know he's dead?" <laughs> she just listens to the cries of the children that they're grinding up for their adrenochrome so they can last longer or whatever. It's on YouTube. Exactly. You can pull it up. She said. She said, "I keep forgetting he's dead." I'm like. Who doesn't know he's fucking dead? Exactly. Unless she is fucking Tupac. Uh, uh, we could be. Uh. <laughs> you can put that on a caption of the podcast. Yeah, that, <laughs> Who believes Kamala Harris is Tupac? We'll take a poll. <laughs> that's insane to me. She goes, I keep forgetting that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I hate politics so much. Oh yeah, it what drains me? What what drained me even more was that the more and what closer and closer got to the election in 2020, everyone started placing value on each other based upon who you're voting on and if you're voting for either party or if you're voting for a third party or not. Right, and which is why I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna keep who I voted for to myself because it's nobody else's business Absolutely. anyway. I agree with you. And like really that's what it should be. Like if you want to share with somebody that's fine. I'm not against that, but you like you should go on social media to say who I voted for. Exactly. Right? It's not cuz there was people I knew that were like, "I voted straight Democrat." And I'm like, "Why are you posting this on Facebook?" Like it's just it's just inflammatory is all it is. It creates more division. Yeah. And Yeah, if, I do I do believe with, I I'm with you. I think uh I love when we didn't know who you voted for. Yeah. But now we know so oh much my. about people and we're so much dumber for it. Yes. We're so much dumber now that we know so much and we're not smart. We're just more divided now because right. I think that certain right. stuff should be private. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, again, I, I, I grew up in Nigeria. I was born and raised in Nigeria. So in my mind, I still look at America as being still one of the greatest countries in the world. Mm-hmm. I might be fucking arrogant. I, coming from white, come from. I don't know if you guys have been to Nigeria. Nigeria's, I've been to Africa and not Nigeria. Though. I've Nigeria's been to Ghana. Not, Nigeria's not that good. <laughs> like here, we can be anybody we want to be. Yeah. We could be anything. You want to be a fucking woman? God bless you. You want to be a guy? You could be, you could be a TikTok superstar. Whatever you want to be, you could be here in this country. And that's what the American dream is. I yeah. can't say that where I'm from. So when I see people... Um, not appreciating where they at, I go. We're fucking small. I think we're small yeah. as a country. Definitely, we bitch about fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, we bitch about fucking the final season of Game of Thrones. Like this is a bullshit show. I can't believe I watched the show. Like it's a fucking show. <laughs> Have you written any show like this? That final season was bullshit though. <laughs> Again, that's what America's problem is. We bitch about TV shows. Yeah, we create blogs. We create petitions. Yeah. 
That's insane to me. I've heard people like get divided and pissed at their friends over who uses Spotify versus who uses Apple Music. And I was like, who cares? Who gives a shit? What does it matter? It it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be like, you know what? And the, the best rebuttal I've got from the Game of Thrones writers was they wrote. This is what they said. I kid you not. They go. If you don't like the show, write your own show. Exactly. Exactly. That just killed the whole noise right there. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? You know what? I love Game of Thrones. I'm a huge fan. I did not like season eight. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I understand. It's still entertainment. Yes. Your life should. N- Nobody should walk out going. I'm a better person from Game of Thrones. It's a TV <laughs> show that doesn't change your life. It's not Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, Sesame but at least Street, make it Although Sesame Street like that would have been a lot more entertaining as a child. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't want to see. You know, I think I'm going to say something. I have to catch myself. I don't want to see naked women in Sesame Street. Naked Muppets, dude. That'd Actually, I've always said that's the one thing confused. it's missing. <laughs> what do you mean naked Muppets? Fucking Kermit the Frog was naked the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Nobody, and nobody cared about Kermit the Frog. Or Big Bird. If Miss Piggy was naked, there now we go. we're talking. Yeah. That would be a different TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy might be one of the least likable characters. Really? I love Miss Piggy. Oh, I couldn't stand her. I thought Miss Piggy was black. I don't know why I wanted her to be black so much. I don't know why. I just feel like she just she just had the blackness. She was so sassy. She was just a prima donna. She Not was, a fan. <laughs> she was pretty sassy. She was right. She was like really she was like a black woman. Like mm-hmm. is she like sassy? She was like she was like she was like very very feminist. She knew what she wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She didn't fucking and I love that she did she not treat Kermit like shit. <laughs> Spoken like a Kermit friend. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, street like shit. Kermit. Kermit was a fucking asshole. Kermit didn't want to fuck her. Kermit just want to sing by the fucking bayou and play guitar. <laughs> Don't we all just want to sing by the bayou and play guitar? <laughs> He's just like, I'm just going to play. I'm so busy being green. It ain't easy. Yeah, I was like, dude, just bang fucking Miss Piggy. She want to give you the dookie every night. Yeah, but there's so many strings attached. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Too many strings attacked. I think John Henson should get out of the grave and smack you. Right oh, <laughs> yes. No, John Henson rolled over in his grave when his piece of shit son. <laughs> what made, son he do? made this movie with, with the, like, not, oh, yeah. not the Muppets, but like Muppet characters. The one with, uh, with Melissa Bowie? McCarthy. No, Melissa no, McCarthy no, 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 movie. No. Not, not recent. The, David, the recent movie. That it was, movie a, was jerking off. Yeah, shit? yeah. It was a piece of shit. Oh, that movie was awful. That was John Henson's son. Yes, that's hilarious. And Melissa McCarthy was in it. They had a lot of A listers in that movie. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like, this. Oh, is, he bombed. I know he bombed. It was yeah. such an awful movie. I watched it like earlier this. No, <laughs> Why last, did you watch it? Because the previews looked bad. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was bored. <laughs> it's quarantine. He needed some. <laughs> exactly. That's like a quarantine. He needed some jerk off material. That's what I'm saying. I'm stuck at home. Why not watch it? <laughs> so, so you were born in Nigeria. What age did you move? I love how you guys. I love we covered so many dumb shit that you go. How cool? Let's get to the bottom. Well, I, was, I was getting. I was making a drink when we were talking. I love about how we just went for like way shit is so well. Kind Speaking of, of uh, relevant puppets having sex. Yeah, so uh, you what, makes you do, what makes you do what you do, cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was born and raised in Nigeria in 1997. I came here in 1997. Yeah. Uh, what part? Lagos, Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, okay. Fun fact about Lagos, and I feel really bad about this. I did not know this. Till, I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. Uh, 
Lagos is actually a po- it's a Portuguese name word. Really? Did not know that. Colony? So <laughs> close. <laughs> so apparently Lagos, Nigeria, they had a lot of they had a lot of Portuguese people that lived in Lagos. Mm-hmm. So Lagos is so in Portuguese means a land of lakes. That's what that means in mm-hmm. Portuguese. I wonder what it means and, in Swedish. Little plastic bricks. Gosh. What the fuck are you talking about? Legos? So anyway. Okay, got it. <laughs> so so I did not know. I got that. bad jokes tonight, folks. Okay? I thought, I thought, and you look like a dad, which you're not even. You have no, you have no kids. And you yeah, why like is this surprising? You have a dad look and you have no kids. You confuse the fuck out of all these liberal friends. <laughs> you're not a dad. Like, no, I just look like a fucking dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, that is my shtick. That's just, you like the Pete Holmes of comedy. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Minus uh, the beautiful hair. Bro, Pete Holmes is amazing. Fuck anyway, you, Pete Holmes. So, <laughs> so my friend, always a white person, always teach you shit. He goes, you know, that's a Portuguese word. I go, what? And I had to Google this shit. I go, son of a bitch. Lagos, Nigeria was a Portuguese colony. Huh. And they named it after, because they loved the lakes, and so they named it a land of lakes. So Lagos mm-hmm. is not even a Nigerian word. It's huh. a Portuguese word. Yeah, I see them on these lists, of like city, okay, cities that are going to be like cities of the future. And uh, Lagos always comes up there. They're like a powerhouse. I didn't realize how yeah, Lagos populated like Nigeria was. It's like the yeah. York city of Africa. Fucking a lot of fashion, a lot of Hollywood. Well, movies. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of Netflix movies. Uh, Came from Lagos? Yeah. I don't watch no nothing Nigerian shit. It's different. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of, I did this. Answer. It's different. It is. <laughs> it's definitely different. It's so, a lot of fucking witch doctors and yeah. shooting bullets. It's it's insane. It's like it's too they, much for me. They mix genres like crazy, dude. It's insane. It's like it's like it's like Bollywood but on steroids. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think that's actually a really good way of describing that's what I'm it. Saying. It's like Bollywood movies but on fucking steroids. Yeah, so I dated this girl who was Nigerian for a while, and uh, she would always want to watch these movies, and I got sucked into that hellhole. Um, and we watched a couple of them. There was like about a wedding, but um, it was they talked about the the different um, people from either their Igbo or Igbo or yeah, yeah, or what's the other Yoruba, one? yeah. Hausa. And like a big part of every movie I saw was about like the differences between those two groups and how they should come together. So obviously that sentiment's out there, but for sure, but this is a big thing. But, um, what's comedy like over there? <laughs> <laughs> comedy. I, I've never done comedy out there in Nigeria. I've only done comedy here in America. Obviously I would love to do stand up in Nigeria. Cause I would love to bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I feel like it's very, suck, very you know different. I mean? Like I do shit. Like yeah, so so how about Martin Luther King Boulevard? Like, <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> oh, that's all I got. So is he all not? Gonna, I got. Is he not? I, I understand that he wouldn't be a big figure around the world, but obviously he's a huge figure in Ooh. U.S. history. Martin Luther King. Was Martin Luther King is huge. Even, I knew about Martin Luther King I in figured, Nigeria. I, knew I figured about as much because like, I, I went to high school in, in uh, Nigeria, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew about well, Martin Luther King. I knew about Martin Luther King. I knew about Malcolm X. I knew about Rosa Parks. The, the just the the top five black people. <laughs> wow. I knew about them. No, but yeah. it, Martin Luther King was. I think he was huge. I think it was huge. I still. I still in think American it's huge. history for sure. But I'm sure every country had their own like 
this is the person who is the first person breaking this line in their own country. So I would, I would literally, I would Martin Luther King was, and this is my opinion, was uh, Nelson Mandela. That was our, I would Martin Luther King because mm. the shit that Nelson Mandela had to go to, yeah, he kind of way worse than Martin Luther King. Way he got worse, screwed big time. Way worse, way worse. In my opinion, you ever watched that movie Invictus? Never saw. No, it. it's good. Um, it's got Morgan Freeman plays Nelson Mandela. It's got Matt Damon's in it, and it's about, about the rugby team. Yeah, I heard about team. it. I saw the documentary. I never saw the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie, but basically it shows like, even though Nelson Mandela had gotten screwed over for decades, like spent decades prison, in yeah. prison, he got out, and instead of being like, yeah, it's my time now, he's like, nope, let's unify. That and, to uh, me, to me, I would think that he would hate white people behind that. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He had every reason to. But that's why I said to, I don't even think that. And again, I, I I don't obviously I'm not I didn't grow up in the '60s, but I don't think Martin Luther King would have been that lenient to white people. But he got out of prison and said, "No, we all together. We should mm. all um, support this rugby team or yeah. whatever." Springboks. Springboks. That's the name. That's what it's called. It's a good movie. But here's the funny part: uh, Chris Rock had the best joke ever about that. He says, yeah, he says, uh, you know, Chris, what I thought he's like, Nelson Mandela, he was in jail for 25 years. He was in there for a long time. He was in jail for a long time. And he was beaten. He was spit on. He did a prison. And as soon as he get out of prison, he gets a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best joke. <laughs> he's like, even the man has been in prison for so long, he could have a deal with a woman. He's like, I got to divorce. He had a deal with her ass for a <laughs> month. He's like, I'm out. Put me back. He gets a divorce. I was like, yes. That's what comedy is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. No, I can't. I never. I could never associate. I could never dissociate the Nelson Mandela person and Chris Rock because that's why Chris Rock is my favorite comic because he gave me that image that I go. And I was a kid when I watched the video. I go. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how long you've been in prison, but when you live with somebody you're not comfortable with. You want to get the fuck out of there, no matter what. And he did. He divorced like a month. Yeah, it was not long. Uh, <laughs> hey, when you're tired of some and happy discretion ain't going. Why would we? Do, why would he do that? It's called trading in. <laughs> he oh, was man. spit on. He was like literally almost get killed, but he just couldn't deal with somebody he didn't love. It was just, yeah. it was insane. Shit, he already wasted so many. Uh, not wasted, but like had so many years taken from him. If I was in that scenario, you better believe I'm living my life exactly how I want to. From the second I get out of there, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna waste any time doing like putting up. With but some she shit. was making name for him while he was in prison. She, she was like literally creating her own name, and mm-hmm. she was creating more awareness for Nelson Mandela. Yeah. But he just maybe go, he wasn't that into her whenever he went in there. He's like, but I'll put up with it. Yeah, Winnie. He's like, I can't marry this woman. She's doing some good work. Uh. <laughs> but he was like, so was like, he was like, because I mean, I think he was pre-planned. I think he was just. Just saying to himself, as soon as I get out of prison, I'm going to divorce Hodge. Yeah. <laughs> a month in, it was insane. It was insane. I think that got more press than him being in prison. Like <laughs> he couldn't marry Winnie Mandela. I'm like, no, no, no. Live with her, and you tell me why. <laughs> Can you imagine how much he smashed after he got out of prison? Oh my God, he shit me. Yeah, that guy was like the, the the most recognizable guy in all of South Africa, probably top fifty in the world. 
do is probably like making up for lost time. So the South African white people are shitty people. Yo, you're talking about Diane Wood specifically? Or just people? The who? <laughs> That's a band, like a rap band from uh, South No, Africa. I'm just saying the white people that live there, the Dutch that mm-hmm. live. Because the they're Dutch the most racist places in, They're the most in racist the people in the world. I rem- I'll never forget this. This is like fucking 10 years ago. I went to this church, this Nigerian church, and this white lady walks up to us. You like this. She goes, and they have that very, very distinct accent. She mm-hmm. goes, It's a really pretty accent. She goes, there. You guys are from Nigeria, right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to myself, Why does she sound like the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she sounds like. She sounds like the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. That's, that's what she sounded like. I'm like, why she sound like the bad guy for lethal weapon? Two? She goes, and she says, I'm from I'm from South Africa. I was like, oh, you from South Africa? Oh, that's what's up. She goes, yes. I, I said, what do you speak? Because we speak Igbo. Well, I don't speak. I said, we speak Igbo. She goes, I speak Africana. And I go, what the fuck is that? I didn't know what Africana was. Like, what is Africa? She goes, it is Swahili and Dutch. And I said to myself, Bitch, you just speak fucking Dutch. <laughs> that ain't fucking African. That's just a fucking white people remix. But have, she, you, have you heard uh, Charlize Theron is from there? She's from South Africa. She speaks yeah. it. She's she's my favorite African. <laughs> people give me shit because, okay, so I, your name is Kat, right? Yeah. I, I remember your name. More I than wait, I, and they feel like more of a monster for having. I remember, it I remember people that laugh at my shit. You're laughing at my. I remember your name. If you laugh at my joke, I'm like fuck her. I don't remember her name. <laughs> I remember you because your name is Cat. So anyway, wait so, till she tells Mark that he's too nice to you. <laughs> then see how you feel. That's funny. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, anyway, so. I, you know, I go by your favorite African. Mm-hmm. You guys know that. So I yeah. go by your favorite. That's my theme. Your favorite African. That's my. I got a show in like, Vegas, whatever. And I have a show. Say, I, your favorite African show in this place. And one of my friends was like, you know what? I always get that one white guy. You're not my favorite African. Actually, my favorite African is Charlie Sterren. I go, oh my gosh, he's my favorite. And he shut the fuck up after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good like, like, You try to make me feel bad? Like, Charlie Sterren is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Hell yeah, she's my favorite African. She's awesome. Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. For Monsters, yeah. Yeah. She is. I mean, she, uh, she looked like a different person. Yeah. But speaking of that moniker, I have been looking for a stage name. So you have any suggestions for me? No, a catchy phrase. Yeah, like I could be like uh, our favorite ginger, loneliest man in Houston. <laughs> is that better? Is Mark mean enough to me now? In Houston, I look. That actually is a better catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. I think people could, again. The your favorite African has become his own phenomenon. And I think I I can't even, and I know it sounds crazy saying this, I don't think I can ever fucking um, live up to that promise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it, was, it was a tip of my tongue. Go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't live up to that promise because it's such a fucking condescending shit to tell somebody. And it's super fucking... Well, I hockey to say I'm your favorite African and, and people going it's a comedy thing not. who gives a shit it's a comedy <laughs> yeah. thing but again I feel like again I felt and this uh, and I want this on the podcast I really believe that some comics hate me for that yeah people are people get I believe we've there's talked some about comics we, we've talked about I really yeah. believe that people get salty over the stupidest shit I'm like grow up like people are like oh the, this or this or this and then people throw around all this judgment I'm like 
the fuck are you talking about? And it really annoys me. And you see it the most from comics that are like lower tier, haven't made it yet. And they're just like trying to like take pot shots at people who are above them. Of course. Could try to like make them feel better, I guess. No, I get the concept. Yeah, I, I can't stand you, it. With comedy, I get, I get what they're saying. The, 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 the trick about comedy, you don't, you don't punch down, you punch up. So I get why some people might not like me as a person because, again, it's kind of obviously braggadocious and kind of cocky to say I'm your favorite African. They go, cool, you're not my favorite African. I barely even fucking know you. I get the pushback from that. I don't give a shit, but I understand why they would say that. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever anyone gives you shit about a joke, a tagline or whatever, like, how about you do you and I'm going to do me. And we'll fucking just call it a day. People, have, everyone's got an opinion. Not every opinion matters. No, for sure. People like mm-hmm. to get salty over the stupidest stuff. I can't stand it. Um, what the what the what the worst shit that you heard by a comic that just go really? Oh, <laughs> it, it happens all the time. Like because I'm in that kind of lower t- tier of of comedy. So you hear, so you you're around the same people. I mean, or, I mean again. You, I'm not kissing your ass because I'm doing a podcast. I am kissing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're only lower tier for, for a while, but you will get up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The okay. cream always rises to the top. Exactly. So, yeah, no amount of like people talking shit about other people are going to make them better. Right. So, I'm like, I'm the guy who's like, hey, instead of us always taking shots and trying to pull people down, like, why don't we just actually spend that energy getting better and focusing on jokes versus focusing on talking shit? But no, like everyone's got like the biggest thing is like when you hear somebody who's younger, comedy wise, like oh this person usually uh, a certain uh, guy who's popping up right now, a lot of tattoos probably on his hands, but he's getting a lot of success, right? Uh, and people will start taking shots at him. I'm like, like what's it to you, man? Like I if we were in like L.A. or New York where there's like a bunch of industry and it's like a big dog eat dog kind of a thing i guess i can get being so butthurt over somebody else's success for sure but here it's like we just want to make the scene as good as possible why are you going to try to take shots at somebody for no reason like you'll have you see these these facebook threads where it'll be about one thing and then all of a sudden one person comments and then there's like three comments below just talking shit about this other person that's completely off topic I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And it just annoys me. Oh, so I've been doing comedy for like almost 14 years. So I just, I realized that I don't give a shit what people think of me. I really don't. And, I, and I'm happy about that. I really mm-hmm. am. I, and this, again, this might come up me being cocky, being fucking pretentious. I feel like I'm not in competition with anybody but myself. Exactly. I feel like if I start comparing myself to other people, and there's so many phenomenal comics that I love, so many phenomenal people that I adore and I... But if I start comparing my career to them, I'm going to get depressed. Right. So I say to myself, Ku, you're in competition with yourself. Be the best person you can be today. And ever since I've did that, yeah. it's my career has took off because I'm not comparing myself to anybody but myself. I'm just being the best version of myself every day I wake up. And I'm, I, I started that mantra literally three years ago and it's worked for me now. And I'm super happy. And I, I just told one of my friends today. I just hung up with one of my friends. The guy's name is uh, uh, shout out to uh, Keenan Stewart. He's phenomenal comedy. He, he started comedy in here, but he moved to LA. But he's back in Houston. And we hung out. 
And I told him, I said, I have two images. You probably could tell me if I'm fucking crazy or not. Mm-hmm. I've have two two images of my of people describing me. Two the one image is oh he's Kui Jinty, he gets a lot of gigs. Or I get, oh my God, you're Kui Jinty. That's who I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting two descriptions of myself. And it's fucking scary to me. Mm-hmm. Am I, it's, it's, am I, is that too, am I? Yeah, it's a, everyone's got like a, a that's what I feel like I did. Is that a f- true yeah, statement? Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. Fair statement that people describe yeah. me. I feel like people go, nobody has anything mean to say about you. That right, I, right. I don't that think that people anyway. make me to say, but I'm thinking that people going, holy shit, this is Kui Jenti or this fucking guy here. <laughs> like, I feel like when I come to open mic scenes, I say there's a third option. And then there's people who are like, Koo is a cool, cool as shit. He'll talk to a younger comic who helps you out. He's not too big for, for the scene. He doesn't try to pull that bullshit. He's just a nice guy. And that's and what I want. I, I, I've got, that's I've the been, truth, though. I've that's been around is. millionaire comics. I've been around Paul Rodriguez. I've been around fucking D.L. Hughley. I've been around people that's actually Ali Sadiq. I've been around people that's actually fucking icons in comedy. And mm. they're treat, they treat me. As a person, mm-hmm. so I'm nobody. And when I talk to these open micers or people that I know that I'm you know, higher than, I never feel feel like, oh, I'm better than you guys. No, I'm just going to be a fucking person. Yes, but yes. I get that two image. I've had. I can't tell you how many times a comic will walk up to me, an open micer walk up to me, and go, "Holy shit, you're cool, Jitch. I see your stuff all the time." And I'm going, "What are you talking about? I'm like you, bro. Yeah. I'm not, it's look, on the grind." Shit, exactly. It's all yeah. a grind. We're, we're we're in this fucking game together, bro. Speaking I mean, I never know. You might move way ahead of me, and I have to fucking open up for you one day. I don't know. The future is so fucking unknown. Right. I Speak- never want to make people feel like I'm better than them. But people always go, "Oh, fuck you, Kui Jinchi. You got Kui Jinchi your friends. Why the fuck you don't have me on a show with you? You're fucking Kui Jinchi your friends. You got all this fucking." Speaking of which, why the fuck don't you have me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's coming. I knew it was coming. Cat, like, what the fuck is happening? I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. No. I've never been that. I've never been that person. I see. For me, I don't feel comfortable being that person until I have like a solid like thirty minutes with a killer material or more. I would feel like I'm being dishonest if I if I was upset with somebody not having me on. I'm like, no, I'm not ready to do thirty minutes, forty five minutes. Like if you have a sets that are like you know, 20 minutes, then, you know, that's, then, but I don't, I, I feel like it happens a lot and I've learned that it happens a lot that you kind of have to ask for stuff to get stuff, but I don't want to be like that. I don't want to ask for anything until I'm absolutely a hundred percent sure I'm ready to crush it whenever I do get an opportunity. Otherwise I'll just wait for people whenever they have an opportunity to say, Hey, you want to do the show? And I'm like, absolutely. And then like, cause I feel like, there's too many people asking for stuff that ready. aren't ready for mm-hmm. anything. And that's what's gotten toxic is you get people who, because a lot of times if you ask for stuff, you're going to get it to a degree because it's just like, it makes it easier for the booker. Like, but if you do that, you better be ready or else you, you risk never getting booked again. Exactly. But speaking of the grind, Koo did unlike any other comics, during the quarantine. Oh, yeah. And by that, I mean, he came on my show and started texting and not paying attention. I'm listening. I'm, no, I, can I'm I can do kidding. both. I can do both. I can I'm do kidding. both. I'm a businessman. I can do yeah. both. So he started a, a talk show. What was the- Oh, we can finally talk about my talk show. Yeah. So what it was like- We've been on this, we've 
Look, how long is this Hour and 20 Bullshit. minutes. Bullshit. We were like, hey, we told Hour Q, and 20. Hour and 20. Well, let me wait to hour and 20 to say, now, Koo, let's talk about your fucking talk show. No, bullshit. We're breaking through this glass real quick. So we're like, yeah, we'll talk about your career. Something like that. You're like, oh, that boring shit? So we started talking about Obama's dick and we went off on this long tangent. <laughs> Hold up. I never talked about Obama's dick. I talked about fucking Michelle, fucking Michelle. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we Big talked clarification. about <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge The history books will show you were on a podcast talking about Michelle Obama's dick. Uh, <laughs> about Obama's dick, because I know his dick is probably presidential. <laughs> well, technically, so is Trump's. <laughs> what is wrong with you and Trump? <laughs> you compare Trump and Obama. They don't give a fuck about Look, each we other. know what uh, Trump's dick looks like. How do we, we know? I don't know. Him. I don't even know what that means. Oh, the porn star talked about it. He fucked a porn star. Stormy Daniels? Yeah. Again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you didn't listen to the interview? No. No. I don't want to Nobody listens to Stormy Daniels. <laughs> she lost when she started to do stand-up. I go. She did stand-up. I, Trey opened for her, right? Trey did. Yes, he did. He, I, he opened for you this I, weekend, right? Or last weekend? No, no, no. We didn't open it. We, we co-headlined. How'd that go? Great. Trey was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing controversial happened that whole weekend. No, Trey got fucking heckled. <laughs> I, no, saw, I, I saw, just think the chick was a she was a cut. She just <laughs> Trey went first. So here's the deal. So Trey, we were headline, me and Trey co-headline. We had to do 40 minutes apiece. Trey literally went uh first. Yeah. I was I was closing the show, but we both had to do the same time. When Trey got on stage, you know how Trey is. When yeah. Trey gets on stage and she just did not like what Trey was talking about. She automatically go, she said something to Trey. Trey was like, what? And it just after he was off stage. No, when he got off stage, bro. When he got on, like, stage. Trey was like five, ten minutes in his set, and she yelled some shit. And Trey did not address it. Trey went back to his material. I I told Trey, and I I don't give shit. Listen, I told Trey. I said you you should address that. You should put her in a place and shut her the fuck off and keep going. He did not address it because he was so worried about not pissing off pissing the, off the venue the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Understandable, I guess. That's what happened. She, yeah, lesson learned. Though. Like maybe thirty minutes in this set, she she started yelling. She goes, "You're racist. You're you're uh, you're misogynistic." And obviously, got kicked out. But yeah, I think that that lady, it's a white woman. She Tink. came. She came by herself. <laughs> when a white woman comes by, she her, came by herself. That adds <laughs> no, an extra no, wrinkle. When a white it. woman comes to a club by herself, she's trying to stop some shit. <laughs> And I looked at my girlfriend and I go, baby, she's probably, she goes, she looks like she's a problem. And I called that shit. Oh, yeah. So did, did you address it whenever you were on stage or you were like happy, you're happy that she was gone? Trey's on stage. So poor Trey. Trey just, yeah, he, did, he just didn't address it at the time. But, and I told him, it's, it's a learning experience. I'm, mm-hmm. I've been doing longer than Trey. So I know how to deal with drunk white women. <laughs> Those are my favorite. I know how to deal with drunk Karens. Drunk Karens right. are my people. So how did this uh, talk show get started? So Standing Room only started with um, I um, sheer I, boredom. <laughs> that's what it was. I, so COVID nineteen happened. Everybody remember COVID, right? So COVID nineteen happened in March, and right. it shut down the world. It shut down everything. And uh, I have a podcast. You you know it's called Wise Guy Speak yep. Podcast. With me, Mike big Rayo. fan. Shout out to my brother mm-hmm. Mike Rayo. 
And by the way, he's a Republican, by the way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> a 62-year-old white man. I never would have guessed that what? from his Facebook post. Yeah. A 62-year-old white man is Republican? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Republican, and he's my brother, and, and I love him to death. He's literally my brother. I, I'll take a bullet for him. Really me. nice guy. Yeah, Very nice he's, guy. He's amazing. Anyway, so. For a Republican piece of shit, am I right? That's the name of a comedy album. Piece of shit Republican. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I uh, so he he came up. He's like, hey, we got this 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 site called Streamyard. It's a video uh, Streamyard video uh, program. You can video and because Facebook don't have that mm-hmm. multiple people while you go live. So I go, okay. So Streamyard is where we at. It's a it's a what's it called? iOS o iOS. Oh, you're be asking me anything technology. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. <laughs> Even though I've never had a single issue technology wise whenever I've been a guest. I've I've my computer's always Your worked. Always phenomenal. You you always, always prepared. You're a professional Adam. Yes. <laughs> so I hear Ginger took his shirt so off we, during an episode. Yesterday he did. God, what the fuck amazing, is going on? <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Uh he's got better stand up, by the way. He's got oh, I would hope so. He's got way comfortable now, and I love that. Yeah, because it's hard to be pretty. I know we got off track. It's hard to be. Yeah, it's real hard to be pretty. I've been saying that for years. It's hard to be pretty <laughs> and be funny at the same time because we're like, you look like fucking Ken. What's your problem, right? He's just a pretty looking guy. You want to root against him the second he walks up there for as sure. a as a man for sure, for sure. Anyway, so he told me about this site called Streamyard. You could do multiple people on the site and it broadcasts through Facebook. I like awesome. We did that, and. uh all right, so I decided to hit up Youngblood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Youngblood is one of my best buds. And I hit up Youngblood and said, hey, man, would you be one of my, my podcasts? Mm-hmm. Would you want to do a video thing with me? He goes, yeah, yeah. And we talked for like an hour and a half. I'll never forget it. April 5th. And Day when, that will live in infamy. In infamy. <laughs> April 5th, we, we, we talked shit for a while. And that's when it hit me. After we got off the fucking video conference, I go... That's what I'm going to call my podcast, Comics Talking Shit. Mm-hmm. So I started interviewing comics that I love and people that I adore, and it became like a one-on-one com- conversation. Six months later, I finally get the call. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's actually, that's very, very specific. I love, very you, accurate. I love you had like fucking a timetable of it. He has doubled up on most people. Six months, three days, 27 hours, so Adam got his invitation. So, and whenever he said it, I was like, sure, I'll see if I'm free. <laughs> So I, I was interviewing people that I liked, and I interv- and I so I hit up Ali Sadiq. Shout out to Ali Sadiq. That was he's, a great episode. He's probably the yeah. greatest comic in Houston history. Period. Yep. I hit up Ali Sadiq, and I said, "Hey Ali, do you, would you like to do my podcast?" And Ali was like, "Absolutely." So when I had him on my podcast, we had a lot of views. People wanted to watch, and I go, "Holy shit!" I, I had Ali Sadiq on a podcast, and people wanted to watch it. Then obviously I had Billy D. Washington and and fucking Matthew Broussard and I had fucking Paul Rodriguez. When I had Paul Rodriguez, fucking Latin Kings of Comedy, that guy is like an icon. Mm-hmm. He says, because I opened up for Paul Rodriguez and he goes, yeah, I'll do your podcast. I'm like, what? Paul Rodriguez went to my podcast? And so I had him on there. But when the George Floyd situation happened, mm-hmm. I realized I couldn't be funny at the time because I knew that this is something heavy on my heart. So I had a couple of black people on my show at the time and I go, look, 
Can we just talk about what's affecting us as black people? And they were like, yeah, sure. I was not invited on that episode, for the record. <laughs> so we, uh, we talked, and, and that's when the light bulb hit. And I go, I don't have to be funny all the time. Just talk about something that actually is fucking valid and is meaningful and makes sense, and people watch it even more. So, and that's when I decided I'm going to need a co-host. And I made a big old Facebook post about it, saying I need a co-host. And I did not want a guy. I did not want a comedian. I wanted somebody that's going to be opposite of me. And Mistina, shout out to Mistina. Um, she, um, she's a singer from New York. She's from Long Island. We've never met, by the way. Me and Mistina have never physically met. We've only known each other via Instagram. Via Facebook, and I, I, and I asked, I asked her, "Can you be one of my panel on my show?" And she did great. She mm-hmm. did phenomenal. She made people laugh on the show. She made comics laugh. And after the show, I, I literally told her, "Hey, would you like to be my co-host?" And she said yes. And my show became what it is now. And I go, she gave my show some je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. And I realized, okay. So I got this chick. She's a singer. I'm a comic. Um, I can't call it comics talking shit because I want my show to cross over. I want my show to be different. And that's when I made a post about it on Facebook. And I go, I have these four names for a talk show. I gave the names for the talk show. And I said, hey, I want you guys to vote and mm-hmm. see what you guys like. And my fans were like, the standing room only had the the most votes. Mm-hmm. So I went with Standard Remoli and now Standard Remoli is what it is now with right. a panel show and yeah, very she, fun to do, very fun she, to watch. Obviously you've been on the show and um who has who has been your worst guest so far? I can't say that. Come on. <laughs> you're not fucking Lena whatever. Yeah, you're allowed to say I can't, it now. I can't shit on nobody, but I will say that my best episode so far is with this, the new show Standard Remoli. Um, was uh, I have to say, and it's like saying your baby. It's kind of saying you who your come favorite on, child, yeah, I'm on. Who your favorite child is. I don't, I don't know what my favorite episode. I think every, and I know it sounds corny, but I feel like every episode I do is my favorite episode. <laughs> come on, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't have a favorite episode. I think uh, I'm literally happy that I have something that I do Mondays and Thursdays. And it's worth something. What was your favorite episode of this so far? The you know which one, dickhead? The one with Enrique. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, can I? Oh, did you, you hear about? Can I tell you an Enrique story right quick? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. And we'll tell you a Enrique. Um, by story the way, I'm not shitting on Enrique. Mind. I'm not shitting on Enrique, but I will tell the story. So it it, it ties together. So standing remotely, <laughs> I'm going to have the great Lunell. Uh-huh. Lunell oh. is. She's a phenomenal comedian. She's been on Google a cat. Yeah, she's a, she has been on famous. Comic View. She's been on Def Comedy Jam. She has a couple of uh, stand up specials. She's opened up for Cat Williams. Plus, she, everyone who doesn't recognize the name recognizes her. Right. She's, she's been, been on, on like a ton she's of been movies. On Oprah. She's been on Breakfast Club. She's been on Steve Harvey's show. She's been on the Borat, the first Borat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black chick with the blonde hair. The prostitute that he brought to the. You remember the, that? Yeah, yeah. Did you see Borat? She's like, sure, TV. I know. She doesn't speak English. 
Quijonte? Yeah. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> but anyway, she's a huge, huge comic. Yeah, like, yeah she's yeah. doing my talk show. So I made it. I premiered it last week. Enrique. What night is she going to be on again? February seventeenth. All right. Anyone listening? Oh, that's yeah. We'll have this. This will release just before that. Yeah. February seventeenth. Check it out. Eight o'clock issue. We'll post a link in the whenever I post eight o'clock Central Time. She's doing one hour, so I have a one hour with the great Lunell. She's promoting coming to America too. So she, what's that about? <laughs> wow, I'm kidding. I'm not coming to America? I don't know. I, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, fucking Enrique, Enrique decides to make a poster of Lunell about my show. And he puts his show called Laughing Off or something. Wait, he put something about his show on that too? Yes, on the flyer. <laughs> Did not know that wrinkle. He puts on the flyer and says, my boy Kui Genti got Lunel, February 17, 8 o'clock Central Time. Y'all go check it out. And it sounds sweet in theory. But when you look at the poster, it is not flattering. He picks the worst picture of Lunel on the fucking poster. I'm going to show Kat. Kat, yeah. is, Kat is the only person that's reasonable in this room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just because she's the only one who's laughed at everything she's you said. She's the only reasonable person uh, and that. She's the only reasonable person in this room. Ridiculous. I'm about to show Kat because I think Kat is non-biased. This is the flyer, right, that he picked of her. Not he picks, he picks that picture of her and tags her. <laughs> on IG, she responds and she goes, "Who authorized this fucking photo?" <laughs> Understandably salty. Yeah, and I was saying to myself, "I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know who authorized that either." Because the picture I picked of you is the picture you use when you headline a comedy club, the Jimmy Kimball Comedy Club in Vegas, a mm-hmm. weekend. I use that picture because it's a very nice picture of her. She goes, who authorized this shit? I don't know what the fuck is happening. Enrique sends me a screenshot and goes, hey, bro, uh, uh, Lunell doesn't like the picture. No. No shit. shit. (laughs) So I inbox Lunell. I go, hey, Lunell, I'm sorry. I want you to be on my show, but Enrique does not represent my talk show. Yeah. <laughs> he does not represent. He's just a super fan. Our, our, so he's from fucking El Salvador. He barely speaks. <laughs> Dude, he got that. He got that Joe Biden in office. Dreamers are back. Attitude. He fucking he's got a DACA kid. Yeah, exactly. Get him out of here. Get him the fuck out. <laughs> That's the one time I believe in DACA. Get, yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> fucking build the wall. I Jesus. Was like, I was like, I was like, look. He's barely fucking from America. I put all that shit. It is. And I love Enrique. I love Enrique. He's from El Salvador. I say he's from El Salvador. He barely speaks English. He's super excited. He loves my talk show. I'm so sorry, Lunel. Lunel's like, next time, let's approve the picture. I go, why would he pick that picture? Yeah. And I saw that picture. When I Googled pictures of Lunel, I saw that picture. And I go, that's not going to work for her. No, no, of course not. Yeah. So Enrique, but here's the crazy part. I asked, I asked fucking Enrique. I said, Enrique, why did you pick that picture? You know what he says? I like that picture. What? <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was, he still thinks it's a good picture of her. Well, he, he typically knows a lot about pictures. Yeah, 
He so does. he came on this podcast, and uh, Mark and I were talking about you know dating, online dating, all this shit. And um, Enrique is like talking about fixing up. He's like, "Oh, you gotta do this, this, this." I'm like, what the fuck? You don't know what you're talking about. So he grabs Mark's phone and uh, starts updating his dating profile, like changing all kinds of shit. And I was like, "Whatever." This is like, I was like, "This is the, this is this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about." Next thing you know. Well, Mark has shocking success <laughs> a very brief period of time. And that's how you made this character. He was duped. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. What? Yeah. He met her from Enrique's Enrique changes. Enhancing your profile picture? Yeah. That's no, no, a he nice way of putting it. I just, I just, <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> Hold up. What it's did all Enrique lot. put on it and make Cat like you? That's a great question. Great question. <laughs> now it's a cat show all of a sudden. Yeah. Cat, <laughs> you can say something. <laughs> what did she see? That's what, what we're really. What that's she really told pissed. me was she said she saw is like oh you have a very kind face and your pictures you look like a very but kind Enrique person. picked that picture. He picked he picked, picked the pictures. He, he wrote the whole profile. Yeah, and it was what did like right. It was speaks the like, episode. <laughs> it, it was very much like playful and you know like oh. ha ha ha. So it was the phoniest of baloney uh, that I'd ever heard. <laughs> and of. I even told him while he was doing it, I was like I would never say anything like that but i was like go for it it is shit the works. funny part what if what if what well te- what if technically she's fucked enrique than you <laughs> <laughs> what is this like a, the sarada de bergerac what if she's like enrique what she's like enrique but she couldn't get enrique because she has a girlfriend and she said it's with you mark <laughs> mark and enrique look nothing alike. <laughs> but i know that i know that and they I know act- that I know that. Nothing alike. But I'm saying, what if Enrique was so charming? She goes, I can't get the real thing. I'll set up for this guy. Of course, that's what happened. That's the whole point. <laughs> Cat, are you fucking? Are you catfish? Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> this is like the worst catfish of all time. I can't but get I, the real guy. I'm stick with this fucking gringo. I mean, I was like, I was blown away by the, how quickly it happened. And I was like, man, well, Enrique, fuck you for not changing my saying, profile. Change, I'm like, you should change your shit. Uh, he, you could have had a fucking hot chick right up making breakfast right up. Exactly. Here. He still hasn't done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Enrique is a fucking idiot. But he, <laughs> <laughs> I did call him on the phone and he literally felt remorseful. He really yeah, did. He's, he's a good guy. Like, he's a good guy. Bro, I'm sure bro. he did. He, had, he was so trying sorry, to bro. pump up your shit. I'm sure. I said, I said, Enrique, I said, Enrique, I love your energy. I love that you took initiative to create a poster. You got an A for that, but next time, motherfucker, run it by, picture, run it by, run by a by me. Yeah, exactly. And don't tag the celebrity. No, <laughs> no, that's not a good move. Who does that? No. I didn't even tag fucking Lunette because I went to a publicist, like a fucking professional. <laughs> <laughs> he Wait. tags her. She goes, who, who authorized this picture? I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes I would have inbox her and apologize I go no 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 no, no, no. you gonna make it worse yeah. I, that's why I told him I said Enrique don't, if you do that I'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> I love you Enrique I will fucking murder you <laughs> you've done enough damages cause yeah. she thinks she's doing two shows that night she goes what the fuck is this shit I'm like I don't oh, know oh actually after I heard about it I did reach out she is gonna do um, No Country for Middle Aged Men no, oh okay. she is yeah <laughs> she cut her sh- your show half 
I'm kidding. I'm not. Look, I'm not a hater, man. I'm just happy, man. Yeah, you've had some big names on there. It's been. It's a fun show. It's just oh, they talk about show, current yes. current and events. Lunel's gonna probably be the biggest celebrity we're doing, and we calling it next week the the Lunel Week. Nice, nice, and nice, nice. Rightfully show. It's she's a queen. Lunel is a she's she's awesome. So, what's the next step in your comedy journey? Don't do coke, man. <laughs> That's the next step. Like, don't get drugged. Don't get fucking high. And don't get coked up. That's the. I, I know it sounds corny, but that's my thing. I don't want to. I never want to get drugged up. I've never done coke. Thank God. Never done coke. Me neither. Uh, this is my vice. Now, I noticed Cat and Mark don't twitch whenever we say that. <laughs> Not even flinching. Nice. No, I. My next goal is probably. I don't know. I don't know because it's COVID nineteen, guys. I don't. I can't even. Here's the one of my friends, one of my fans. She literally said, "Man, you're coming to my wedding in 2022." I go, "I don't even know we're going to even have a 2022. I don't even know it's going to be a year." You know what I mean? Right, right. I think if anything, COVID nineteen has taught us is treat it one day at a time. Exactly. So I don't know what the next year is going to bring. So like, during the pandemic, I've actually talked to a lot of comics about this. Did you find yourself writing the exact same, writing less, or writing more? I probably let write more my more now. Really? I think my talk show is, but I haven't done it on stage yet, but I think my talk show has given me more anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I know more about pop culture and political and more weird stories that I probably would never know. And it made me a better writer, man. I, mm-hmm. And I know it sounds embarrassing to say that. I don't think I was a better, I wasn't good in writing, but since I've, started researching stuff for my show i've got a better i've, I've got better writing I, I remember you came up with a joke after the court the first lockdown you had this joke this mcdonald's bathroom joke that I, was, I haven't done that in a while it's fucking think. hilarious how did joe go tell tell the listeners i, can't, I forget you can't word, word, word. but basically you over here the fucking lovely you, listeners. you're overhearing this story from somebody who comes in after you're already in there that's funny and like i can't remember that's not in mcdonald's though I just the joke. I do. Where? What? what? Goddamn, Adam! He's so lazy. It's not McDonald's. <laughs> it's McDonald's, but McDonald's not part of the joke. Hey, it's where it's located. The the Motherfucker, the you're making me sound like I don't remember your okay, joke. Here's the joke. God damn it! Is this a weird way of tricking me to tell the joke on air? Oh, I'm just saying it's a funny joke. I saw. I was impressed you came out with this joke. Excuse Adam's fucking rendition of my joke. <laughs> and if you're listening, you can go ahead and stop now. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> back next week, we got Lunel. Anyway, yeah. um, the joke is I say I do love taking a shit in public restrooms. Uh-huh. And my favorite place is McDonald's. Right. That's not the joke. The joke's for all the stuff that happens time, after that. Are you going to let me finish the joke? I'm sorry. Sir? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <This guy. laughs> the joke is I go... Every time I see a McDonald's on the highway, I go, I'm going to take a shit in that fucking place. And that's a heavy burden for the colon. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't buy shit at McDonald's. All I do is take a shit. And I hate McDonald's so much, I don't even flush the toilet. I just fucking walk out. Oh. <laughs> and what that shit look like a crime scene, and some Mexican, some poor Mexican will clean my toilet up. Oh. <laughs> what have the Mexicans done? <laughs> He's like, oh, fucking big Did shit. Nigerians hate my Mexicans? <laughs> Some poor Mexico cleaning the shit. I just, it should look like a crime, scene, a crime scene of fucking Law and Order. I just walk out. So anyway, I'm taking this shit at this bar. I'm in the bar. Minding my business, taking the shit. And by the way, if you add me on Facebook, if I start liking a whole bunch of your stuff, 
that means I'm taking the shit somewhere. <laughs> usually, that's a good observation. Yeah. Who's taking the shit? Because he's liking a whole bunch of my status. That's actually the original <laughs> name of his podcast. Who taking the shit? Who's taking the shit? <laughs> to comics talking shit. <laughs> to standing room only. <laughs> you got to add that. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Yeah." laughs> that's how it all got developed. So anyway, if I'm liking a bunch of shit, that means who's taking the shit somewhere. Yeah. So anyway, I'm taking the shit, minding my business, liking stuff on Facebook, and this fucking guy walks in the bar and he's taking a piss. And this fucking chicks walks in there, and she goes, she, "Oh, chick walks back. Oh shit, walk, chick walks in the fucking bar bathroom. Like that's weird." And she oh, goes, this wasn't McDonald's. My bad. No, no, no. Okay, see, I McDonald's up. just that's our intro. Side note. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, she she walks in and she goes, "Hey, why you don't call me no more?" And I was like, "Oh, this is romantic." This chick <laughs> wants to know why he doesn't call him no more. I'm thinking of shit. I'm quiet. I'm not saying shit. And he goes, "I don't know." She goes, I tell you what, I'll suck your dick. You give me some cocaine. I go, what? <laughs> I'm like, this, tame, this turned from fucking, fucking sleepless in Seattle to something of a law and order. <laughs> and she does the coke, right? And as, as she, as she says, as she does the coke, she goes, I'm glad you gave me this coke because my parents are going to a divorce. And I go, oh, you know what? Poor girl. Parents going through divorce. She got a lot of shit going on. She definitely needed the coke. Right? <laughs> so she's as they walking out the bathroom, I literally yell out of my stall and I go, I hope you get your dick sucked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, already. No. Oh. <laughs> and that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you told that like you told that joke at Liberty Station one night. Yeah. Where you you just went up. Like, ran, you were, like, I was ending this back when I was still doing that show and uh, put you up at the very like at the end you did I was like you do as much time as you want I don't give a shit and you told that joke that was the first time I ever heard it and I was like that shit was funny that's okay. real that's real that was a bar next door to Boondocks I don't know if you guys remember that bar right next to Boondocks I call, it's called Stone something yeah, yeah, Stone yeah. Wall or some shit <laughs> that's what happened I'm taking the shit and the chick says I need a coke because my parents going to divorce and I go Please give us some coke. She got a lot. Of shit going up. I could have sworn. Have you changed that joke a little bit? Because I could have sworn like you like you had said something that was like you were shouting out something that was like, or you were defending the girl like you're what you you're doing her wrong or something like that. I'm trying no, to no, no. The joke was. I think I felt the my think the joke was. She says that I'll suck your dick if you give me some coke. Uh huh. So and he goes, I'm not giving no coke. And she goes, my parents is going to divorce. I need the coke. And he, yeah, that's and he, what it was. You, you give the girl the coke. Or the, something give, like I'm saying to myself, give her some coke. Yeah, she needs shit. See, yeah, you left that part out. I, I like, know. I haven't like, done the joke in a while. Yeah, that's a, that's, that, was, that was like. So the, when he walks out the, uh, the fucking restaurant, I yell, hope you get your dick sucked, bro. And he goes, already. And I yeah, go, yeah, yeah. my nigga. <laughs> she, that's the joke. The joke is she said, I'll suck your dick. If you give me some coke. Oh, my favorite part was the like just you shouting from the back, like give her the fucking give coke. Her coke. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not yet. I'm saying my head to go. Give her the coke. Oh yeah, even yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Her parents go to divorce. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was. That's what it was. It was like this inner monologue. We we're like, oh my god, this guy better give her the fucking coke. <laughs> give her the coke. That's, she needs it. She going through some major shit. That was what I loved about it. It was like the, there was like you know I'm gonna do that monologue. joke tonight. Actually, are you going to go up a mic tonight? I'm going no, to. Are you going to Dan Electros? Yeah, I'm going to Dan Electros. Nah, right. they don't, Can they we close this podcast yeah. now? Yes, Koo. Well, you're done with us. We We've get done it. like almost two hours. You <laughs> got more important shit to do. I feel no. like I'm hostage tonight. No. <laughs> That's, well, you're not the only person to feel like a hostage in this apartment. 
No, this is a good show. Yeah, her. Blink <laughs> <laughs> twice, we will get. I haven't even heard Cat's voice yet. <laughs> and neither have I. I've met her three times. Cat, do you speak, Cat? No, my God. <laughs> this, we're going to be in the documentary are you, are you, are you, five are you years from now. American Cat? No. <laughs> is she? Oh, I don't fucking know. A little bit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just say something. It's okay. <laughs> We didn't say your whole name. You just said oh, cat. She's just anybody. worried. She says anything, some kind of secrets. Are you pop Spanish out. cat? <laughs> like where? <laughs> Jesus. All right, Trump. <laughs> Come get cat. Come get her. Build the wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Somewhere in Guatemala. So, what shows you got coming up? All right, so I do have a show February 14th, Valentine's Day. I have two shows, 7 o'clock and 9.30. Uh, VIP tickets are sold out for the 7 o'clock show, but you can buy regular tickets for the 7 o'clock. Where's that? At a Christian's Tailgate, White Oaks in the Heights. Oh, nice, yeah. Christian's Tailgate, White Oaks in the Heights. You can go uh, get to see me. I'm doing 45 minutes an hour. I have A.D. Hodge. I have Jamie oh, Rowland. I have uh, Mattis Jones. And, my, of course, I got my uh, my brother, my business partner, Mike Ray. Adam Ra- No, not Adam Ralph. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You can go ahead and skip that show. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, so uh, come up, fuck with your boy, cool Jinchy friends. You go to eventbride.com and buy tickets to the show right now. It's available this Valentine's Day, two shows, 7 o'clock and 9.30. Come see your boy. Tell some jokes. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. And then you got... Stan uh, Ramoli. Stan Ramoli on Facebook. Facebook. Live. Go to Facebook and type in Stan Ramoli TV show and subscribe to my fan uh, my fan page. And uh, Are there particular see. days now? or is it's it It's still Monday to Thursday, but we're doing Lunel. Lunel is a special event, so that's going to be a Wednesday, next week Wednesday. Uh-huh. It's going to be a huge event. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. No, you no, you're, not nervous? you're not nervous Lunel at all? Lunel is fucking crazy, huh? You're not nervous at all? Yeah, I'm not, I mean, it's like you, you did great with Ali as Sadiq, so I mean, I listen, but this is Lunel though. This is this is the queen. This is Lunel. This she's is, gonna bust your balls so she's hard. She's gonna bust my balls. And she <laughs> so. probably goes, I wanted to talk about Rika. I wanted to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Enrique, Enrique fucking stole this so whole thing. Like, Who the fuck is this Enrique guy? Like, it's funny you mentioned that, Lunel. Let's talk about him. He's probably watching from he's his special, little, he's from his little village in fucking El Salvador. <laughs> Ice, I called Ice the second he did this shit. He is Get him gone. Out of here. He is gone. Uh, so you got that going on. You got that going on. Like, where do people follow you on? on Please uh, just just follow me on any social media platform. Just type in Ku Egenti. That's K U last name E G E N T I, and uh, get to see me on any social media platform. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, BlackPeopleMeet.com, all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a show coming up on the 26th. Finn Comedy Hall. Uh, Mathis Jones also putting that on. Let's go check that out. Mark, you got anything coming up? Nope. Other than crippling disappointment of all. Actually, co- I do. Never mind. I'm do starting. You really? Yeah, second podcast starting. It's releasing soon. It's called Where It's At. Me and Dan Hornstein talk about lesser known music and talk shit about Adam's musical taste. Two turntables and a microphone. Yeah, except for we change the words. It's a Beck song. We change the words. Where It's At. Yeah. Well, that ended well. <laughs> <laughs> anything else coming up? Nope. Who do we have on next week? Oh, we don't know yet. Yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye.